Looks like this bear got stuck in a hole. Oh. It was a Winnie the Pooh reference, but it was a real workaround to get there. Like, yeah. I had to explain. A highlight of your podcast, uh, they are the visual gags. You guys. <laughs> hey, look, you if you've listened guys. to the podcast, that's absolutely true. Listen, this is just for me. These are just for me, baby. <laughs> Andrew says with his sunglasses, Hey, uh, we're back with a new dumb side quest. Oh. Hey, everybody, it's me, Jonah. It's like you said this before. It's like a right? fever drink. Dang yeah, cool. I know. It's like we had technical difficulties and I had to, you know, do this again. But Unacceptable. It's all right. We only missed Joe's intro. And he's going to give it to us again. How dare you? Hi, everybody. I'm Joe from the podcast. Not the other one. This one. Uh, I So yes, good job. we're playing Action Movie World, which is a really good, dumb game that we found by accident. Just so he has some context of no. what he's going to say, Andrew. No, if I can, if I can carry a movie, I can carry your sorry ass across the finish line. Uh, <laughs> my name, Mike. So I, I think what we're doing is we're having like a sort of shell where we're all actors playing characters in this action movie, right? Yeah, we got layers on layers on layers in this one. So the name of my actor is Charlton Brosnan. He's classically trained. You might have seen him most recently as Iago in the RSC's production of Othello. Uh, and he is playing Dr. Malcolm Pierce, professor of science, doctorate in forensic geology, genetic informatics, the economics of bears, psychiatric calculus, theoretical accounting, and a minor in musical theater. <laughs> Let me pass it on to our new guest. It is David Ian Lee, everybody. Ah, hey, I'm David. Uh, and I'll be playing the actor uh, Dick Harrison. Uh, I made it really big uh, in the late 70s, early 80s with a number of hard-hitting crime dramas and then segued into action films. Then I bought my ranch up in Northern California. Uh, I own a, uh, a wine label and I fly helicopters high most of the time. About once a year I come down to L.A. and I shoot something so I can pay for my third house. Uh, and currently in this flick I'm playing Ted Teddy Checkmate. Uh, Teddy Checkmate uh, has a daughter who's just starting college I'm uh, currently on suspension because I'm a cop who's too intense to quit so I've uh, come out to the west coast to help get my uh, daughter set up for her first year at school incredible Andrew you wanna you wanna give me that <clears throat> yes Sun sunglasses on sunglasses on I am actor Dutch the Haas Del Macho. My character in the film is Ron Tugnut. Um, <laughs> you may recognize me from several pornos that I have done prior to this, such as Attila the Hung. Um, <laughs> very powerful actor. Uh, muscles on muscles. You can often find me working out on the out in California with Arnie and... Uh, getting swole together and rubbing nice oil all over our muscles. Because we are two heterosexual dudes. Bros. Yeah. And I'm just excited to be in my first feature film. What? <laughs> What's your character in the film? Ron Tugnut. <laughs> Why does that sound more like a real name than your character's real name? Ron Tugnut is a trucker from West Virginia. <laughs> oh my god. And what is the name of this movie and who are he you wears, directing? Uh, well, so yes, I, I am the director of this film, Dominic Chevalier. I've uh, brought my oiled up, glistening friends here to shoot this feature. Dick calls you Chevy. 
That's right. Hey, Chevy. Chevy. Dominic, lovely to work with you again, especially after our last production of The Rite of Spring, the ah. Stravinsky uh, adaptation. I'm excited to be working with you for the first time. I'm ready to shoot. That's true. I love his early work. But uh, we are, we're working on this film, uh, Bear Quake, my newest feature, uh, and hopefully what will uh, springboard oh. this full disaster animal franchise into into existence. That's my goal. Fail. It can't fail. I will say I have signed a contract for six movies. I, I will be speaking to my uh, agent about that. It, it, it will be taking away from my Stratford Festival appearance later this summer. Oh my god. There's going to be six. I'm only in the one. <laughs> What can we do to fix that? It's a franchise, huh? Oh, that's that's what we're that's what we're shooting for. Was that, I not supposed to that's say cute, that? kid? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh god, I never wrote, actually wrote you guys' names down because we were just bullshitting and made them up. So let's one more time. Who is who is your character name? My agent is a bag of Doritos. <laughs> My character is my agent is a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I'm Dr. Malcolm Pierce, professor of science. All right, and then, God, oh, this is gonna get real weird, guys. Uh, David, what's your character's name? Detective Ted Teddy Checkmate. <laughs> This already feels like view. <laughs> it's dangerous. Oh, it's already it's already that weird. All right, and then uh, well, Ron Tugnut. How can I forget? <laughs> oh man, what am, what the hell are we even doing already? Okay, <laughs> so boys, uh, we've got to start off. We've got a couple of uh, housekeeping things before we can start uh, filming our movie. So first off, what we've got to do is we have to figure out uh, y'all's relation, your characters' relationships to each other, um, as we're sort of developing this script. And so I've got the uh, the disaster movie uh, script pulled up here, uh, and so we will uh, start with the lead, uh, which is going to be Mr. Joe Lightus uh, will be playing our lead, Doctor Pierce Malcolm. Malcolm. Pierce. Ma- Malcolm Pierce. He's also the, Either way. the lead in Shakespeare and Love at Nashville Repertory Theater hey. in Nashville, Tennessee. You better get this thing released in two weeks. That's yeah, why we're now. able to uh, do this right now, because we're not doing a show currently. I like that shameless plot. That was nice. Shameless plot. Very shameless. Oh, I love the lack of shame. Uh, what do you right. need from Dr. Pierce? Huge so, sales. from Dr. Pierce, I need you <laughs> to uh, establish your relationship to the player to your left, which is going to be uh, David. So, I'm going to so, randomly uh, roll. Yeah, roll 2d6, and we'll see what you guys have got. That was loud. Uh, that's a 10. A 10. Uh, you are boss and employee. Whoa. Detective Teddy, I need you to find what happened to my <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> I understand you're going through some struggles of your own right now, and I can empathize with that. I empathize with your wife. I'm sorry? I'm just saying. You <laughs> I haven't seen her since the symposium in Ottawa. I haven't seen her since, but I'm looking at you. I can just imagine what happened. <laughs> I think I need a new detective. <laughs> Listen, you know why you hire me, right? Because you're the best at your job. Damn straight. I didn't know that you were fired, though. You said you're an ex-cop, right? Yeah, this is slightly suspended. Slightly suspended. Slightly suspended. On yeah. a scale of one to suspended, where would you say you are? Not in New York right now. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Thrilling. Oh, my God. So, I've, I've employed him to find my wife. You've employed him to find your wife. Uh, Incredible. Teresa. Teresa. I'm going to write that down. Teresa Driver. <laughs> I was about to say Teresa Driver. <laughs> 
So, so what's, well, what's her nickname? So did I, so did I invent a daughter going to college for no reason whatsoever? No, no, you still have that. Oh, so right. just, so uh, is it Teresa the driver? Teresa, Teresa the driver. The driver. Yeah. Pierce. I, I think she's also a scientist or maybe an astronaut. She's an astronaut. Yeah, she's definitely an yeah. astronaut. I'm like the stay, you know, stay at home professor. <laughs> oh, post-re- post-colonial astronomy, my other major. Uh, I haven't seen her. Uh, are we going to establish why I haven't seen her yet, or can we? Why? Why, ha- why haven't you seen her? Just so, just so I know, because we're just kind of making this okay. as we go along. Here's what it's it is: very improv-heavy game. There was a there was a, a breakthrough and a simultaneous uh, 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 disaster with the space program, mm-hmm. and I thought that Teresa died on re-entry, but then I saw a picture of her. What could only be her in a Seattle newspaper, and I'm trying to find answers. Right, if so. she is alive, where has she been? And and you came to me rather than go to the newspaper offices first and foremost. I think it might have been like a like a crowd I'm, picture. It was a crowd picture. Yeah, it wasn't okay. like of her. Okay, she was. I just like was, that would be ironic. I was looking at my academic journals one day, yeah. and I put it down and picked up the Seattle Tribune, and I saw in a in a, in a I guess a, a picture of downtown Seattle, uh, her face in the crowd. It could only be her. Nice. Where has she been? <clears throat> so she went missing in this sort of breakthrough disa- space disaster. She went missing on re-entry. Went missing on re-entry. <laughs> I did lots of re-entry and Pippi long cuffing. <laughs> oh my god. So you've hired me to find Teresa, who yeah. went missing on re-entry. Teresa, the driver. Teresa, Pierce. the driver. Went... Now, did yeah. the spaceship go missing on re-entry, too? Because... A lot of people don't know. 90% of spaceships don't even make it to the ground. Yeah, because <laughs> they blow up? Like, I'm trying to... I'm trying Nobody to... knows. Nobody knows. So science doesn't know. So you I'm saw... science. Spaceship was flying by, coming yes. back in, and then coming they you know, gone. Gone. All right. Is this a solo mission, or was she flying around with other people? I don't fucking know. So, so, she knows <laughs> she's the driver. I mean, I'm just curious where our priorities are here. That an entire yeah. fucking space crew and a spacecraft go missing, and it's like, oh well, what's <laughs> happening in Seattle? I think it was a solo, like high altitude reentry mission gone awry. Gotcha. It was oh like weather readings or something, and then <clears throat> disappeared. She was reading the weather in space. Yes. Good. Excellent. Look, I think that's a pretty solid uh, start to knows y'all's relationship. There's weather in space. How would you explain solar wind? You got me there, man. I do have you there. Oh my God. Hey, David, how about you roll me 2d6 so we can figure out what your relationship with uh, Ron Tugnut is? Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Uh, I got an 11. 11. You guys are in a club together. <laughs> <laughs> have we established where we are, by the way? Or so where we all come you, guys, from? you guys are going to be, like, in... Air quotes, Seattle. We're in Seattle. Are we all from Seattle? Like, I mean, I don't know how many astronauts up there in you're Seattle. You're all here for the duration of the movie. Okay. For, so you you're, you might be from New York, but you've come to Seattle because, you know, Dr. Malcolm Pierce brought you out here. University of Seattle. Oh, can, conveniently, this is where you, you think Teresa might have gone missing. Right. Uh, yeah, all right. I'm just in town anyway. Gotcha. I, had a, I think I had an ad in the paper, and that's how you found me to employ me. I was like, fuck it, as long as I'm on vacation. I hired you yesterday. Well. I hired me. <laughs> Good time That's, management. That sounds convenient enough for an action movie, I think. Oh, uh, well, uh, so what, what is this club that you guys are in together? Uh, we're in a long distance book club. <laughs> I love to read. <laughs> 
Adventure. A lot of erotic fiction. Basically, yeah. Yes. And I, I, big Anias Nin fan. Uh, and I've been uh, waiting for him to pay his dues. He hasn't paid up his dues uh, in, in the last two years. We're actually, he, he owes us $27. And uh, Trucking is a hard life. <laughs> apparently so. So while I'm here in Seattle... Uh, I decided to look the guy up, see if I could uh, uh, get his dues paid in, because there's no way we're going to allow him in the long-distance book club any longer mm-hmm. if he's not going to pay his dues. Incredible. And so, that's why... What are, are, are you from Seattle? You're, you're trucking? I'm trucking from West Virginia. <laughs> it's a long-distance book club. Do you deliver the books for the book club? Probably. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. In fact, in fact, I begin to suspect that you were skimming books off the top of our long distance book club. Why would you ever suspect that? Well, because it I seems was, highly likely. I would expect to create a thirty and only twenty nine come in, and you're walking down the hall reading one of those books. I can't read. Correlation. I just look at the pages. <laughs> Correlation does Little not equal pictures. causation, my friend. It does in this case. I was stealing books. <laughs> Be honest here. I'm just saying, science isn't quite sure. Well, should we start from the standpoint, then, if your wife was on the spaceship, or do we have to research that, too? (laughs) I think we are pretty reasonably certain she was on the spaceship. Yeah. Checking out the weather up there first? Did she keep the windows rolled up, or did she put them, like, down? (laughs) She wanted just a little bit. Put her hand out to see if it's snowing? She, like, licks her finger and sticks it out the side of the spaceship. (laughs) See which way the solar winds are blowing. Hmm. Oh my god. My knees ache a little bit. It's gonna rain. (laughs) It's gonna rain in space. It's gonna rain in space. Alright, Andrew, roll me 2d6 for your relationship to Dr. Uh, Malcolm Pierce. That's a six. A six. You live in the same neighborhood. You're from West Virginia, bitch. (laughs) A fate worse than death. Cheat your wife was one of those West Virginia astronauts. Yeah, maybe we maybe we'll like, I the might, windows rolled down. I might yeah, what if I, this what real if I just grew up in the same neighborhood as your wife? Oh god, how does that feel? Does that mean we're like are we like we're lost? cousins? Are we currently neighbors, or did we grow up? I mean, I think we can make it. We grew up together. I think we were best friends, and then in high school, I went to the STEM school, and God, you're so good at acting. I agree. <laughs> He's classically trained. What am I? I just the I, doctor is not classically trained. No, I know, but I, I can see the the character work coming through. That's I that musical theater. I, it's the musical theater mind. Yeah, it's, just it was the jazz hands that sold it. I mean, I was just the star in Bolin and their colon, but like I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Are you gonna have any left, or are you just spurting it all I'm out right now? Filing a list, my friend. I'm making porno names now too. Here we go. Uh, can we get this train wreck rolling? Oh, why? Why? Oh my! <laughs> we grew up in the same neighborhood of. Where, 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 I think we catch up every once in a while. Yeah, why not? What was the? What was every the... time I'm in wherever you live currently because you're visiting Seattle. Well, you're a truck driver, so you're all over the place. Right, that's what I'm saying. We grew up on Hardwood Court. Hardwood Court. That was one of his films also. Yeah, I learned to play basketball there, too. I go hard in the paint. Hardwood Court was like, what, the name of your cul-de-sac? I think it was literally just our cul-de-sac in in suburban West Virginia. In in nondescript suburban West Virginia. That's my favorite city in in West Virginia. (laughs) Nondescript Nondescript. suburban. Oh my god, what have I done already? You my voice gave is, me a license to I make love, a porn I love star. when I fly into MDS uh, WV. It's uh, my favorite airport. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so we figured out your relationships. We've got a, a Boston employee. We've got book club friends. 
and we've got grew up together in nondescript suburb West Virginia. What a tangled web we weave. And you guys are all you in Seattle. Like you can just see the, the threads of the the plot lining is up that, together. Is that poetry from your classical piece? It might be. It's pretty mm-hmm. nice. All right, so uh, each player also gets to pick one gear combo listed below. Yes. Uh, unlike the script's move, bitch. there is no limit on how many players may pick each gear combo. So everybody, uh, we are the year. <laughs> the year is nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah. Uh, everyone has the clothes on their backs, a little money in your ID. Uh, also, uh, each of you gets to choose one of the following. You get a reliable vehicle, inconveniently off-camera, uh, enough food for almost everyone, a friend with a way out of town, a gun and some ammo, enough water for almost everyone, or first aid supplies. You get to pick one of those. Okay, could you give me that one more time? Yeah. What do yeah. we automatically have and what do we have about more titles? So, you automatically have just the clothes on your backs... Mm-hmm. A little money, you know, whatever you'd have on you. Sure. And your ID. Okay, great. Additionally, you get to choose uh, from one of the following. You get to have a reliable vehicle, inconveniently mm. off camera. Mm-hmm. Um, Done. Enough yeah. food for almost really everyone. Oh. A friend with a way out of town. A gun and some ammo. Done. Enough water for almost everyone. Or first aid supplies. Oh, it's going to have to be first aid for Dr. Pierce. First aid for Dr. Yeah. Malcolm Pierce. My 18 wheeler. Obviously. Obviously. Vehicle off camera. And what are you going with? Uh, slick automatic magnum. David doesn't know shit about guns. I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those ones that goes like this. That's what it does. Let's tell you what. We'll say that you have a uh, you have a pistol. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, and so if you want to write down in like your little gear section that you have a, a pistol. Nine millimeter. That's um, what it is, yeah. America. And uh, I spent some time that's, that's in British. Volunteering. Whatever. Born yeah. It's tiny. Well, in Borneo. Big gun. Earth. Mm. Uh, like a Colt Magnum revolver. <laughs> Show off how big that dick is. I just. I... All right, so David, give your pistol the tags. Uh, so just right next to it, uh, it does two harm. <laughs> it does two harm. That was a peak. Oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? I have to write down a title real fast. <laughs> Oh my god. Bowling in her um, bullet. It's just. Um, it, it, uh, so, two harm, uh, close and loud. Close and loud. Yeah, so it's a it's a, a close range weapon, makes noise, and it does two harm if you if you get somebody with it. So, basically, um, each of you can take five harm total, at which point um, you might die if you so choose, or I might uh, just choose to uh, hold that against you and make you die later if you reach that point. You can also, if some crazy shit happens, die at any point that you feel is appropriate if that's uh, what you choose to do. Boom, crow. Yes. Boom. Uh, the only person who cannot die is our lead, Dr. Dr. Malcolm Pierce, who does have plot immunity. Um, <laughs> so. I'm just writing down porn titles oh now. Oh, God. For, uh, forever. What have we done? All right, so everybody's got your gear, you've got your relationships, uh, all of your moves and everything, so I think we're ready. Oh, God. Harry Bear Quake! Harry Squatter and the Chamber of Peacrits? Is that anything? <laughs> Are you 12? Is that anything? This is nothing. <laughs> I'm writing mine down. Listen, Lord nothing will be quite as powerful as my performance in One Flew Over the Poo Poo's Nest. <laughs> 
<laughs> Technically, one flew into the poo poo's nest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Please, I'm gonna add it. Okay. All right. So, how, how do you, how do you guys want to start this? Do you want to all be together at the top of this movie? I, what, what do we What do we think? Yeah. I, I, Andrew, do do you think? Ron and Malcolm Pierce, Dr. Malcolm Pierce, PhD, uh, might have like made plans to meet up for coffee or something. Certainly. And I, th- I think I might be giving a lecture, but other than that, I. I so my eighteen wheelers just parked outside this coffee shop, <laughs> <laughs> which is also a university, right outside Starbucks. Starbucks University. <laughs> All right, so you get you guys are having a meeting We're and the fighting uh, mermaids. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just walk into the coffee shop and just just a white t-shirt with a flannel, but you can see like just rippling buys and tries through the shirts, and my pecs are fucking huge. Oh my god! All you need to know. What do you think, Teddy? So yeah, I, well, I think this is good. I think that you guys are here meeting up, but you've also called Ted Teddy last name. Ted, you, you've called Ted Teddy Checkmate uh, for you know, to, to find out about it's your detective. wife. Detective, detective Ted Teddy Checkmate. It's important. De- yeah. Detective. Yeah. When you've got a rank. Yeah. To to find out about your wife uh, who's gone missing. Teresa, the driver, Pierce. I miss her every day. The um, fire of a thousand suns. But you guys are you guys are here at the Starbucks, which I uh, was were those a thing in '87? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Why not? I don't know. We're at the University of Starbucks. <laughs> the, the University yeah. of Starbucks, it's Seattle. My lecture hall slash coffee shop. Okay, what about it? You guys are at the University of Starbucks, Seattle, uh, meet, meeting up. It's been a while, but what are you guys doing? Just having, having some coffee, hanging out. I think I'm shaking off a gaggle of uh, uh, just. Gorgeous uh, uh, co-ed uh, uh, biology students who are all oh, Doctor Pierce, Doctor Pierce. He looks, I think, well, like tell us about chaos theory. Well, you see, chaos theory is a cruel mistress, a saucy minx, as is nature. And furthermore, Cynthia, I love your term paper this past quarter. And until I see, you know, I'm Cynthia. not surrounded by young women <laughs> fawning after me. I'm just large. <laughs> it's hard to fit through doorways occasionally. Because I'm so large. Oh my gosh. So wait, what do, What does Malcolm Pierce look like again? You started, and then I, I think, rudely interrupted. I think, uh, I think Dr. Malcolm Pierce looks like when they make somebody improbably handsome, like George Clooney, look like a professor or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Or something just like absolutely <laughs> bullshit. Like this guy's perfectly made up, and he's like, Bears, where do they come from? <laughs> what do they want? They actually come from other bears. <laughs> but originally... Or they come from their dick, one of the two. <laughs> There's like a rude interruption at the back of the <laughs> Oh, hey, Malcolm, are you teaching? <laughs> Excuse me, class. And I go down and... Oh, no, that's okay, like, professor. Uh, I'll be right back soon. Hey, kids, bears come from their dicks. And I, I don't know, is Teddy there too? Uh, t- Teddy's not showed up yet. It's, it's just the two of you right now. Ron, it's good to see you. How have you been? Pretty terrible. I'm a trucker. Um, it's my life 24-7. What's, what's the book that you have under your arm that you've stolen from the, from the book club? Um, <laughs> Lost in Singapore. The story of lust. A story of lust. Lost in Singapore, a story of lust. Incredible. Yeah. Mm. On my inventory now. Excellent. I have that now. We've spoken into existence. Yeah, you have that book in your inventory. Uh, but yeah, you 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 had spent a while since you've seen Ron. The last time was probably oh 
oh, a year and a half ago. I think the other thing Arizona. about uh, Dr. Malcolm Pierce Brosnan, or whatever the fuck he is, uh, is he, <laughs> he is also improbably muscular for a professor. <laughs> so I, I, w- I don't want to do the exact thing, but something like that with the Arnie and the Predator scene where he and Carl Dylan, Dylan, we have the most amazing just... Handshake. You're like on the verge of busting out of yeah. your corduroy. Which, which is funny because I think my muscle score is zero. But he's, he's, my muscle score is three, so I break your arm. <laughs> I'm all glamour muscles. That's it. You there's no muscle strong. Yeah, there's no strength there. It's the strength of the brain. You know the brain is a muscle, my friend. Have you been? I see you've been working on yours with Singapore, a history of lust. <laughs> it doesn't work the brain much, um, but it's hot. Good stuff. Shall we go over to this part of Starbucks University, the part with the coffee in it? Please, I'm so thirsty for coffee. You guys make your way over <laughs> to the coffee part of Starbucks University <laughs> of Seattle. Um, as you arrive, uh, you walk through the front doors and you see, you know, there's those 80s baristas who are there making the coffee. <laughs> uh, but at a table uh, waiting for you, you see Detective Ted. Teddy, last name. Checkmate. Checkmate. And I do not recognize him because I did hire him from a classifier. That's true, but you 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 knew who to I'm look for. I'm doing some detecting. I've, I've, I've already looked you up. I know all about you. I know all about your big muscular brain. I'm doing some detecting right here. I'm reconning you, actually, just to see if uh, you're my prime suspect right now. I want to know if you know where the spaceship with your wife went uh, on reentry. To which I say to uh, Ron... Things haven't really been the same since Teresa disappeared. Wait, Teresa's disappeared? You didn't see the news? No, Teresa disappeared. I don't get much news in my 18-wheeler while I'm, you know, traveling. Do you listen to... <laughs> nope. 80s... <laughs> no. <laughs> 80s podcasts? <laughs> you know, they used to have it, they called it the radio. <laughs> I, uh, what do you, I read. It's very dangerous, yes, I know. Yes, Teresa. I thought that there had been an accident and she had touched the glorious face of God upon re-entry. But then I saw this. And I pull out the newspaper. Yeah. And I show what is, really looks like Teresa's face in a crowd picture in the Seattle Tribune. I think it was for like some environmental rally or something like Hasn't that. Hasn't changed yeah. a day since high school. Hasn't changed Damn, a day Damn, you're since a lucky man. I am a lucky man. How about you? Have I'm you not so lucky. Just leave it there, bro. <laughs> and as you guys are having this conversation, it's, the, the camera was focused on you, but then it sort of zooms past you. You guys go out of focus, and you see, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, Detective Ted, Teddy Checkmates, Definitely. nonchalantly peeking over his newspaper, watching you. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. Pull that thing down just a little bit. You can so see, you can see the, uh, a windswept hair, a little <sighs> bit sandy beach hair going up in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. smells of seawater, still smells of Laguna. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what else has Teddy got going on? Ted, look, I got one outfit. It's because the only outfit that Dick Harrison was willing to put on before he left his house this morning. Uh, uh, I'm wearing a pair of like uh, Bruno Mockley shoes, linen pants. Uh, I got I got my uh, my white tank top, a frame, tucked in, belted. I got my St. Christopher's medallion, rocking right here, and a leather uh, motorcycle jacket. Excellent, badass. This is what I always wear. This Every man day. is sitting in the coffee shop of Starbucks University, it's Seattle. Helpful. Reading his newspaper, you really don't pay much mind as you as you go up to order. I'm gonna read my good friend Ron. 
I yeah. want to see if he's doing okay. okay. I mean, I care about you, Ron. Give me a read a situation, which is plus swagger. Uh, is it read person? Is it? Yeah, it's read a person, because there's two different read things, mm. plus drama. So that's a ten plus two. Ten pl- okay, hold three of the following. What's, what's your character really feeling, Ron? How is Ron? Well, I can tell you how uh, Dutch... The Haas Del Macho's feeling, which is terrified to be in a scene with these titanic actors. Can um, I just say, you're doing great. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That's hey, I uh, I praise. I jerked off to you last night. Hot. Was it? <laughs> was it? Caught. <laughs> was it? Um. Uh. Oh yeah. Uh. That's your, my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> did you get off to your quim as my gym? Because that's what I was... That's one of my most famous performances. Uh, I'm sorry, Dominic. We'll, we'll try to get back on track. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's my next line? I was very scared. Line? I'll get, I'll get, I'll get back in. Shannon, no, you're uh, doing great. Uh, I, Ron I really is just, appreciate that. He's dealing with like a lot of the like hardcore day-to-day life of being a trucker. Mm. He's kind of strung out on sleep medication. and yes. You know. I know, I know how that feels. Working with your hands. Really getting down and dirty. Right. Right in the grit of life like a common man. Exactly. I can 100% relate to that. I know you can. Theoretical astronomics is the same way. Are you ready I... to get back into the scene, fellas? Yes, sorry. All right, thank Was that you. not my line? Well, well, I had cut. I had oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's all right. Just so take we'll just it, say it all exactly just, the same yeah, way. Just take it. Um, Jerry, we... Okay, we'll just go from right after that. We, we'll, we'll splice. We'll splice it together. Uh, just go from uh, whatever. Uh, let's see. You already asked him uh, if he was uh, how he was feeling. So what, you, you line after that. I learned it important. You should never cut. You just keep the camera rolling at all times. <laughs> Let me buy you a coffee. And I do. All right. You I, go, I would love a coffee. Yeah. Go up to the counter. and Two coffees. You know, Black. And there's like a, a strangely muscular lady barista at the bar. She's like... Of course, and she just like there's a slow motion shot of her like just pouring the coffee out of yeah, those biceps and poison. <laughs> and then she just puts the coffees on the counter. Is she speaking with a, a Russian bit. dialect? Enjoy your drinks. I don't trust this situation. <laughs> Malcolm, I don't trust it. Are you are you saying we should read into this situation? Possibly. Let's do it. Who wants to do it? You or me? <laughs> well, you still have, like, two more. Uh, I don't want to ask any of the other questions. I'm afraid of person. <laughs> I, I get the feeling he's telling the truth. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm gonna so. I'm the situation with the barista. Two sixes. Two sixes? What do I add to that? Uh, drama. So, an 11, not a 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, can, you can ask three of the read person things. Uh, uh, read person or situation? Uh, either, I guess. Are you wanting to know about this very muscular lady barista who is played by Angela Danger Thighs, a new upcoming action star, Whoa. so they're just getting a cameo. I did two films with her. She's good. She's good. <laughs> um, those thighs are dangerous. Uh, yeah, the situation, I think, is The situation? What... Okay. Well, no, maybe it's the person. Yeah, the person's the right question. Okay. What does her character intend to do? She intends to, uh serve you this coffee and then go to tennis practice after this. You notice her name is uh, Anna Tevka, and uh, you see uh, that she looks like she's got the, the arms of a tennis player. What is her character really feeling? Feeling? Feeling just grateful to be in America. Okay, I look at her and I say, 
Mmm, this coffee looks good. Do you think this coffee is good? This coffee is excellent coffee. I hope you enjoy it. And is her character telling the good. truth? She does hope that you enjoy it, because she just... Damn it, damn it! Brewed it herself. I'm a lovely to see you have a lovely time at tennis practice later. Thank you so much. I will see you in your lecture tomorrow. And you see she, like, flexes her danger thighs, and they are quite dangerous. Yeah, she powerful. has dangerous. Just so powerful so kicks. Power so thighs. much power. She's doing power, like, the whole Las Vegas strip with those things. So what's up, Ron? <laughs> <laughs> I take a sip of my coffee. I drink a sip of my coffee, too. And wait. I wait ah! for the instrument there. I know. Well, I, th- I, I think like it, I, I think it's at this point I'm like, like I, I I feel like I that's where I leap in with my hand over the coffee. Yeah 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 yeah. This is this is where Teddy. It's it's your line, Teddy. It's oh, it's your my line. line. All right. As you as you approach, you, you right. step into frame. Things to tell me. Well, I appreciate that. Well, and has Anna Tepka left yet? I mean, she's still at the counter. She's working. There's other customers. To oh be yeah, I say you know, uh, uh, Dos Vidania, barista mama. You're not gonna drink this stuff here. I've been watching you over there. Uh, what's your name, Doc? Professor? What's you? Who are you again? You hired me. You don't know shit. Got it. <laughs> hey, catch it up here. His, his name's Malcolm. Um, this is Malcolm over here? Yeah. Dr. Pierce, how can I help you? Hey, Doc. Uh, my name's uh, Detective uh, Ted Teddy Checkmate. Oh, shit. I've been scouting Detective you out. Checkmate? Yeah, that's me. I've been watching you because I want to make sure that uh, Teresa hadn't that... Uh, her end at your hand, but you're so clearly inept with that Russian trick trying to poison you with this poison coffee that uh, I don't think you have any guile to you whatsoever. You suspected me. I suspected you, but of again... Of disappearing a spaceship upon re-entry. Well, this- <laughs> I was overestimating you, clearly. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're on the case. Well, I sure am. You're not going to drink that, are you? I slam it as hard and quickly as possible. Oh no! It's at this point that on the TV in the in the coffee shop of Starbucks University Seattle, there's a there's a sudden news flash. Um, it's for it's Channel Four. Oh, this is a Chip Huxley here of News Channel Four, uh, and you see that like the camera is like really shaking a lot. He's like, we've we've got urgent news down in California. There's a earthquake of. Astronomical proportions happening here, making its way up north as the fault lines. You know how they. You know how fault lines do. Um, it's very loosely improvisational newscast. <laughs> fault lines do. They do. Lots of do. Yeah. I can, I can confirm that fault lines do. Do. Scientist man, can you tell me how fault lines do? Uh, I also I, I want to imagine that that entire like news flash was happening in the background while we were just not aware of it. Oh yeah, it's and it's still happening as you guys are bullshitting with each other about this this poison coffee. Oh my god, this is something we've never seen before with an earthquake. There are bears emerging from underneath the earth. My god, <laughs> I tried to warn them quickly. We must get to a safe location. Yeah. As as, as Wait, you're this saying, is this is happening in like, California. Yes, it's happening in Seattle. Yes, are you yes. familiar it's with you are a way safe out. location? Are you familiar with latitude and longitude? No. If it goes along the San Andreas Fault, my God, man, the bears are beneath us right now. The newscast continues. These bears are like nothing we've ever seen before. These these subterranean bears. They are of a size and ferocity here to on before never never seen. <laughs> He's having, he's having such a hard time. 
These bears are massive and they're cutting from underground. They're attacking anything made of flesh. They're eating people all over Los Angeles. And we don't know what to And then you see a massive bear charges on the screen and just fucking tears into this news reporter. I fall to my knees. Ron Tugnut stands in silence. And staring at the wall right below the TV that I'm assuming is hanging in the corner in this shitty kind of... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just staring at the wall. What do you do? As, you, as you're as you now watching, uh, you see that the camera, like, the camera person has obviously dropped the camera and, like, sprinted off. But the camera is still, like, kind of sideways on the ground. And it's still just showing the newsman, Chip Huxley, getting just eaten, eaten by this terrifyingly massive and like kind of deformed underground bear. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I think Dr. Pierce stands up and immediately grabs Teddy uh, and slaps him across the face and says, get a hold of yourself. Stop panicking. I'm a hold of myself. I'm not panicking. I'm going to California. (laughs) Another slap. (laughs) We need to find Teresa and get somewhere safe before the bear quake reaches us. Teresa got lost in space. We're in Seattle. The earthquake is in California. These are three things that are not located in the same space whatsoever. It's at this point that the TV with the news on it uh, switches over to a a map that shows where the fault line sort of is in California right now, but it's sort of like slurping together as it makes its way north. And so it's it's on its way to you. I scientifically point at the TV. You have to believe me. We are all in danger. Anna Tevka. We are in danger. My God. We've got to get out of here. There's a beeping noise. There was that beeping noise. It's very ominous. It was the TV. <laughs> it's switch, I switched channels. Ron. What, did you, what channel did you switch yeah. it to? I switched it to Cartoon Network. <laughs> I just need it. So it's like boomerang. <laughs> yeah, it's boomerang. It's, like, it's a bunch of Hanna Barbera. <laughs> all Hanna Barbera right now. Ron, you have a truck, right? I do have a truck. I have a first aid kit. <laughs> that might be useful if we run into bears. It's at this point you guys feel. They continue to sink, kind of silent. A light tremor under your feet. A very light tremor now, but... Is it Teresa? The bear quake is coming. Where are you going to go? How are you going to try to get out of town? Uh, I think in in true you-have-to-believe-me scientist uh, fashion, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to get everybody to spring into action without doing anything myself. Mm -hmm. But now that the tremor is gone, uh, I think I stand up on a table and shout for all the buxom students at Starbucks University (laughs) 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 to save themselves. Yeah, at at this at this newscast and seeing a person mauled on screen, yeah, everyone is starting to go into a panic. And you look outside, you see people running all over the place, uh, and um, you know you know from feeling the light tremors and everything, and looking at the map that it's it's only a, a matter of minutes before the bear quake is in full force here. So where are you where are you gonna go? Run. Where's your truck? It's around back. Follow me. And I take off sprinting. (laughs) I like clip a student on the way out and just like annihilate them. Like they're just like, ah, it's like boom, and just keep going. Are you like parkouring across campus? No, I'm just running through campus. Running through them. Through people. All right, tell you what. I'm middle linebackering a path for these two to my truck. Give me a violence roll. Violence roll. To see how you can make your way through this crowd. It's uh, that's plus muscle, correct? Correct. Oh my god, it's a nine. With a plus three, it's only a nine. Wait, what? 
Oh, it's just five and a one, which is six. But a nine. Okay, so on a seven to nine. On a seven to nine, uh, you can uh, choose one. You choose choose from any of those because this is less of like I'm gonna hurt people, but it's it's you just busting your this way. Is violence. So just from any of this list, choose one. You inflict harm, but you take some too. You inflict harm, but are driven back. You inflict harm, but a friend is hurt badly. Or you can or, or you can <laughs> choose seems, one of the ten plus. It seems more like a stunt, don't you think? No, because he's not doing it fancy. Oh, okay. He's just Great. barreling through. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, then it's just you hit a whole bunch of people. You hit a whole like bunch of people. Like it's just middle linebackering through a crowd. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are running, running toward the truck, but you have to run all the way just across campus, like right? College students so, getting thrown. Just out of my way, freak. Screwed about the place. <laughs> Jarhead. I'm nerd. not interested in your skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> What's everybody doing? Uh, I, I think I was trying to go for like an emote move. Oh, an emote move with yeah, uh, the drama to try to get everybody. I think uh, pick an emotion to convey via speech or physical movement. When you display that emotion in a melodramatic fashion, roll plus drama. Nice. And I think that emotion is uh, like controlled panic. Like get everybody like you know get them jazzed, just jazzed and ready to go. Okay. Yeah, I uh, think so. Give me give me an emote. You don't understand. I have a doctorate in forensic geology, and that bear quake will reach us within the hour. That's a eight plus two. Oh, so a ten. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So you get to uh, let's see, take one forward when acting on your controlled panic, mm-hmm. and additionally, uh, you get to let's see, choose a PC or NPC to witness your emotional display. He or she feels the same emotion as you. If they a PC acts on the emotion, he or she takes plus one forward. So who do you want to inspire that? Mm, do you want to inspire one of these inspire? two or Anathevka? I'm going to inspire uh, Ted, Teddy. Checkmate. You're inspiring me? So everything you do, as long as you act with uh, a controlled, uh, panic. controlled panic, you get a plus one. I pull out my Beretta and I say, all right, kid, let's walk fast. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you do. I'm following you. Listen, you take me after you know, Tugnuts or whatever his name is, and I'll, uh, I'll pull Run. out the rear. Thanks. Do you have any leads on Teresa? I say. As you guys are like running. running. You guys are running through, walking through fast, the quad. Walking fast. Listen, you know, Dick Harrison hasn't run in about three years here. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Uh, any leads on Teresa? Uh, yeah, last she was seen, she was uh, going that away. Like, across the sky. Like I love those visual gaps. <laughs> That's right. They play really well on radio. Uh, yeah, last anybody saw her, she was uh, going past Uranus. Uh, but she was uh, uh, on her spacecraft. This but- photograph is very strange to me. I think it might be doctored in some sort of way. Not entirely sure who by or for what reason, but uh, I'm skeptical about it. The tremors are getting heavier and heavier as oh, you guys continue to I thought my truck was so much closer. <laughs> you gotta go across campus. I thought it was just like right, I like parked it on the Starbucks, but no, it's fine. It's, it's like fine. in the middle of campus and there's not like the roads through campus, so you yeah. had to do it at like the cargo bay. It's fine. It's, uh, just threw another kid. Or got towed right something. behind the Starbucks. I, uh, I got uh, towed. It's in the process of me. As you, as you, don't approach. worry, guys. This happens all the time. As you approach the the cargo uh, shipping and receiving area for the university, where you had to uh, park your truck, what's your truck? What's your truck's name? Because I know you've named your truck. I haven't yet, really. Yeah, go to your porno, see which one works. <laughs> you know, um, the long I mean, haul. I, 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 no, no, no. I'm sorry. It, I think it's not I, a porno. I think it could be right here, but you know. yeah. Well, but I think it's just um, it's just Annabelle. Annabelle. Annabelle Lee. All right, what what did, what does your truck look like? 
fucking American flag painting all over the, the, the main part of the truck. Just just fucking freedom! And it's hauling an empty tanker currently, because I just dropped off shit. Excellent. I gave myself shit. a huge advantage with, like, an empty tanker. Empty tanker. <laughs> put all those people in it and save them, or just put them in a big crate to die. All right. So when you say shit, it was full of shit. Just things I don't care about. No, no, no. Oh, like okay. it wasn't books this right. time. He's not actually delivering manure and books around the country. That's how you hide the books in like a <laughs> like a. Sandwich. Yeah, it's contraband. Contraband <laughs> books from Singapore. As you, you arrive at Annabelle, the America eighteen wheeler, the tremors have gotten stronger and stronger. And as as you approach, you Annabelle, see aka Annabelle. Mistress Freedom. I'm writing that down. Cool. Now we're good. It was that's what it was missing. Uh, you see Mistress Freedom not that far from you, but the, the tremors are almost too much for you to handle, and all of you sort of stagger for a moment as you see cracks emerge in the ground. Uh, gradually at first, Dear and then God. you see the ground begin to split in front of you, uh, all right where Annabelle is, and the ground splits further and further, and it looks like she's like on the verge of falling into the hole. No. And it, as soon as it opens wide enough, they emerge. Oh. The bears emerge from underground. Massive. Massive. Bigger than a Kodiak and even nastier looking. Dear God, and they let out before. a mighty roar as they come out from under the earth. And they see. And they're between you and uh, Annabelle, who's on the Are edge of the crevasse. Five bears emerge from the ground. It looks like two of them immediately notice you, and, and the others are sort of just in the area, but they're coming out from different angles and stuff, so it's just the two that see you right now, but they've emerged. Ursa Quaker. Give me a fucking <laughs> killer one-liner move. Roll plus swagger. Uh, I have a negative to that. No, I don't. Uh, yes, I do. That's a seven, nevertheless. Shit, alright. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Killer one-liner. Uh, when you deliver an awesome one-liner, catchphrase, roll plus swagger. Uh, so, you said a seven? Yeah, it's a technically an eight, but yeah. Oh, yeah, an eight, sorry. Uh, seven and nine. So, you will, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna choose, uh, your buddies are impressed, plus one to camaraderie. Okay, so <laughs> you, you guys have a camaraderie score of plus one now, if you want to track that. Uh, then, uh, I also, also pick one of the following, uh, in addition to that. Uh, one from robbery. Someone is enraged and immediately attacks you. Someone you care about is hurt, or the comment slows an action scene down not in a good way. I think what happens is that the bears are going to um, attack you. Uh, yeah. So uh, two two of these bears, like uh, two of them, run off in, in another way because they see some uh, other other college students, students. Yeah, other buxom college students. No, not um, the buxom students. <laughs> <laughs> there's one that's like. Just kind of sniffing around, sort of getting the lay of the land. But two of them see you, and immediately these, like, 15-foot-tall bears just start charging you. What are you going to do? So they're attacking me, right? Someone is enraged and immediately attacks me? Uh, Yeah, I think that one of them is, like, directly coming at you, and then the Mm. other one is, like, not focused in, just coming at the the group of you. Mm. So what what are we going to do here, boyos? We'll just go around the table. All right, uh, all right, so there's three bears, the three of us, and the two Jagar for the students, right? Right. All right, I'm just going to make this choice here. I know these numb nuts are going to be okay, but I feel badly for the bucks and girls, so I actually pull my pistol and I drop the two bears at a distance. All right, so... Because I got, I got a heart of gold underneath all that stuff. Right? All right. I, I can't let... Under all the PCP and coke, That's right. a heart of gold. Under all the drugs, somewhere, there's a, a, an upstanding young man. Okay, uh, give me a 
violence roll plus either muscles or agility. Whichever oh, one's better. Go whichever one's better for you. All right, I roll both of these things. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Cool. And I think. Oh gonna... shit! I have three plus one, four plus oh, another one, five. Plus another Still one, a failure. Five. But... Those girls are dead. Oh yeah. So you <laughs> shoot the girl. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> you're, you're aiming for the bear, but the bear is like directly in the line of sight. So of like you and try and help out, and then like one of the one of the big massive bears that it should be like to hit it at all should be like hitting the broad side of a moisture evaporator. It was a long but, for Teddy. But uh, the bear, one of the bears, like jukes at the last minute. He accidentally kneecap one of these bucks of college students. <laughs> so they can't get away from the bear. It just. Victoria! Oh, Victoria! <laughs> and yeah, they're they are both like uh, there's there's like a mob of college students who are just getting destroyed by those two bears over there. Uh, who Guys, I'm sorry, I, really I, I thought in. I had that. And now <laughs> the second bear is directly coming at you. Uh, what are, what are you guys doing? So the paint me a picture. What's, so, what's happening here? So, so you guys have approached uh, the sort of cargo area. You, Correct. You're like there's, near the... There's uh, three bears. There's three bears. And one, now there's a fourth that's coming after Teddy. Yeah, one is like trying to get its way into the nearest dorm, like trying to bust down the door. There are two that are directly coming at you, and then there are two that are currently um, eating a mob of college students. Yeah, fuck those students. Um, <laughs> is there one that's near... Annabelle, a.k.a. Mistress Freedom. Uh, I'd say that the two that are, like, charging you are probably the ones that are closest to Annabelle still. Excellent. Then I'm going to do what I was made to do. I run towards one of those two bears, and I just am going to start punching it to fucking death. (laughs) But first, I grab my shirt, and I just rip it off. And quickly, like, wrap my hands in the flannel, and I'm just like, "Let's go, bears!" And I run in. Uh, incredible. Now, is this a, is this going to be a violence roll, or do you have something as a muscle head that you would do something different? Oh no, it's just just violence. This is just violence. All right, roll. Just fucking violence. Roll plus muscle, please, God. Okay, eight plus three is is a number. That's eleven. That's an eleven. All right, so you get to choose three from the violence from the top? list. Oh yes, baby. Okay. I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Mm-hmm. It's the plus one harm. I, I'm, I'm going to inflict terrible harm, so that's going to be t- two harm, yes? Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because um, it's just one harm no matter what. Yeah, unless you've got something that specifies that. I don't so yet. Just two harm, yeah. I don't yet. Okay, so it's just one harm, or it's two harm on that. Okay. I'm going to knock the target down and just chuck it at a student, and it's going <laughs> to explode. It's going to explode when it hits the student. I don't know what they have in their backpack, C4 or something, but I didn't like that kid. It was the kid with the the skateboard. So I throw the bear at the kid with the skateboard, and it just detonates. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what you you didn't realize was that Anatevka was a red herring, and actually that student with the skateboard was the real real terrorist who had a bomb in their backpack. You punched this this bear right in the fucking... Face. As its teeth come out, I just go, Looks like you're a gummy bear. And then I throw it at the kid that explodes. <laughs> oh my god. Right, so that's that's one bear down. That bear blew up. Uh, what, are, what are you gonna do? I, I am a lover, not a fighter, and I'm a professor most of all. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to get into Annabelle and get the motor running while the the, the muscle. Uh, Don't you touch to... Annabelle, you bastard! Uh, never mind. I say, run, throw me the keys. 
I chuck the keys. And I try to uh, get into Annabelle and After get chucking, like chuck the bear, throw the keys. Yeah. Get this shit running uh, so that we're able to go um, if we if we need nice. to peace out. Okay, uh, I'm gonna make you give me a stunt roll because uh, Annabelle is on Annabelle, um, aka Mistress Freedom, is on the other side of this crevasse that is formed in the ground. Oh, can I do muscles? So you've got to make your way across. Do it. Muscles. Yeah, you can you can use either muscles or agility oh, okay. for stunts. Yeah. Wow. Okay, uh, that's a nine. There you go. All right. So. Uh, on a 7 and 9, the stunt is successful. Uh, so you take plus 1 forward. However, you've left yourself in a precarious position. Choose 1. You fall. You lose something. You leave something behind. You hurt yourself. Or I make a move against you. What's it gonna be? Oh, I, Jonah, please make a move against me. Alright. Just bring, bring all your narrative hammers to bear. To bear. To bear. <laughs> Uh, so I think that you you do you make your way. It's like this incredible leap across this crevasse. It, tie flapping in, your, yeah, in the tie wind. Tie flapping in the wind. Muscles just bulging in your corduroys, uh, and and you land just barely on the edge of the crevasse. Uh, but as you land, it's very unstable, right? And so it starts crumbling, and it, the the whole thing is uh, is crumbling. And Annabelle, who is on the edge, is starting to fall into the crevasse. So you you see. Her, her tanker and the main part of the truck slowly starting to fall. Can I unhitch the tanker so we just have the truck part? Hey, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sacrifice has to be made. I'll, I'll, I'll panic and I, and I say, uh, game theory dictates that sometimes you must sacrifice to win. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that as a cost for as a cost for that. Yeah. So just think about it as a theoretical theoretical accounting. We could have saved so many bucks on students, you bastard. <laughs> Not the You're one you exploded. You're blowing up the bucks students by throwing bears at them. No, that wasn't a bucks on student. That was the kid with the skateboard. That was the stoner. Oh, yeah, You're uh, the yeah, one that so. shot the bucks on kid. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just should have ducked. I'll just give you the tanker as a cost. Should have ducked more. So I, I I get over there and I, and I have to make the, the split second decision to release the tanker of Annabelle, which, which falls into the abyss. Uh, as Annabelle is still on very unstable ground, but it looks like you might have enough time to hop in and get and get a run and to, to be able to get out. I think I'm momentarily distracted by the abyss below. You <laughs> <laughs> just stare into the void and the point stare back. The abyss, the abyss looks back at him. <laughs> you it's, look down. You can't even see the bottom. It's because it's an abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nietzsche, let's get going here, man. <laughs> and then I stop, and then I get in the, in the truck. And I, I, I try to get it. Started. Great, all right, you, you, you're you getting the truck started uh, as that's going on. Teddy, what, what are you doing? There's now one non-exploded bear that's still, like, very aggressively coming towards you. And it's, like, right in, right in front of you. And it's sort of rearing back on its on its hind paws. How are you going to try Listen, to stop t- this Teddy, big, big Teddy learns, uh, Teddy learns some experience here. I aim at the bear with my pistol, uh-huh. and then I aim slightly to the side where there's still another co-ed. And I, shoot <laughs> I shoot that co-ed in the leg so that it can fall in front of the bear and the bear can fall down. Smart. Smart. <laughs> and then the student explodes, right? <laughs> the student explodes. I got a nine. Uh, what do I do with that? Plus, now? Uh, well, nine plus, plus either plus muscles two. or agility, uh, and then plus one because uh, I think so that this is a controlled panic. So sort yeah, of thing. so it's two, right? Nine mm-hmm. plus one plus so yeah, so it's eleven. Eleven. All right, choose three from the violence thing. Three of my violence things. Uh, oh, uh, something explodes. He hit a whole bunch exactly. of Exactly. See, <laughs> <laughs> lots of explosions. <laughs> Uh, the target dropped something is interesting to me. I get three of these things. 
But yeah, you get to choose three of the uh, the front. All right, uh, the target drops something. The target is not, <laughs> now is the target the student that I actually shot. Yeah, because you said she was the yeah, target. Yeah, she, so she was the target. So yeah. game. You did say. Uh, all right, I did say that. Uh, then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, 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 yeah. The target's knocked down. The target drops something, and I inflict terrible harm. Okay, you uh, do as this uh, college student starts bleeding profusely on the ground. Hey, listen, sorry, sister. Yeah, starts bleeding on the ground, and you said is knocked down. They yes. dropped something. Yeah, and sort of just like flings their backpack, sort of just like oh, uh, it was a messenger bag that they only had on one shoulder, so they kind of drop it over to the side as the bear smells blood behind them and goes around and just goes to start mauling that college student. <laughs> oh my god! There might be C four in that bag. Probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> the lion cannot protect himself from traps, and the fox cannot protect himself from wolves. But the bears are immortal. Can't protect himself from bears. Or protect himself from gunshot wounds. <laughs> oh my god, I it's forgot. the most realistic detective we've ever seen. <laughs> I forgot earlier to, to give you guys a secondary highlighted stat, because I think that all of you have had, like, at least one full success so far, so we'll just say that everybody's going to get one tick towards your star power. Oh, I forgot oh, about this great. mechanic. But now, now oh, you get you get a tick anytime you get a full success. Right? Any, anytime you get a full success with one of your highlighted things. So oh, like I know that muscles oh, okay. is one of your highlighted. I ones. have two then. Yeah, so you have your. No, it wasn't a full success. I just had one. Yeah, yeah you had one because yours. But then I have. Um, you have one too. I have one right yeah, here. You, yeah, you had one with your. Uh, yeah, a tick under star power. Oh no, I have two. I have emote and read a person. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, so that's using your your drama. Yeah. Uh, cool. And so I think I forgot to do this earlier, but. As, as we're going out of this scene, as, as you, you shoot this college student, the bears are all distracted. You guys are able to hop into the truck, and uh, you, you move him out of the driver's seat, Ron, and you, and you take over, and you guys start driving through town. So um, don't save the buxom student that's on the ground being mauled by the bear. It's, it's too late. They are The Damn bear it. is on them. Do you have one more thing you want to do before we leave the scene? No. Okay. Good. Let's leave it. All right. So you got you guys speed away, leaving the the college students to be mauled. We're just uh, did, did you pick decide, up? Did you pick up? Tepka, uh, did we decide she was dirty after all? Or did we, no, it was the kid with the skateboard. Oh, there she is, was a red hair. There is literally no reason to suspect Anna Tevka other than that she's Russian and handed us Listen, coffee. She, if that is enough for me, that's that is eighty-seven. That's true. If yeah. she's Russian yeah. in a yeah. film in eighty-seven, she's Please. bad. Yeah. We, we we cut the scene and I say, all right. Fellas, uh, this is going really well. You know, I, I think for this this next stage of shooting, uh, you all are doing really well with doing the things that you're good at. We all know that you're good at these things. You know, you've got you've got the classical acting chops, you've got the sass, you've got the muscles. Well, it but I want exactly I want to get a little. I want to get a little I more out of all of you. Yes. So what we're gonna do is I, I have some some Here, things that I really want to get out of you. you. Um, I'm used to that. So it's usually come. <laughs> Sorry, Dominic Chevalier. What, what was that? So, yeah, chefs, what's up? You're really nice for directors. I'm used to working with shit. So, so Dutch, what I want from you is we, we've got the muscles and everything, but I want more... That's a German. I want more emotion out of you, Dutch. <laughs> I, I, want more, no, I, I want more emotion I, out of you. I can give it to you, trust yeah. me. So I've said that really, a lot, but I, I'm meaning it different right now. I know, I believe you. I mean, there's a reason I cast you in this film, so I really want you to... Really, just give me all all of the feelings, feelings from the muscles, but also from the face. All right, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I just picked up your British accent for a hot second there for a moment. I was like, <laughs> all right, yes. 
<laughs> so it's, it's cool. That's acting. All right, so uh, now uh, drama is going to become your secondary um, highlighted stat. Okay. So, if, But it's still a minus one. It's still a minus one, but if you manage to get a full success with drama, you'll also get a star point with that. Wonderful. Got it. And I, then I look and I say, all right, um, Harrison, there's a lot of sass, and the sass is great. <laughs> but I really, I really need you to try more. So <laughs> if you could, <laughs> if you could just give me sort of more, more movement on screen, you know, the, the stationary and just, you know, giving it right down the barrel of the camera. I love that. I love that. But if you can give me some more, you know, sweet flips and things like that, I think it'll really add, walk like I used to. I think it'll really add a lot to this film. <laughs> so we're going to say that um, agility is going to be your secondary uh, highlighted stat. So if you manage to get, get a, icy if you manage to get a full success with agility, you'll get you'll you'll get a star point with that. All right, then that's everyone. Let's head no. in. <laughs> All right. I, I'm sorry. Do, do you have a note for me? I do. Well, you know, in the spirit of fairness, I think that I should you know give these out to everyone. And you're doing uh, a great job. Yes, so, in fairness, yes. Right, you know, you yes. know. But yeah, I, not because of what I'm doing. Exactly. Well, the, the acting, the acting is all there. Yes, I just is. need more power, mm. need more raw, raw testosterone mm. from you. You know what I'm saying? I'll see what I can do. All right. For you, Dominic, anything. Ah, bless you, bless you. So, anytime you get a full success with uh, muscles, that will uh, that will get you a star cool. point as well. So, you all now. Now that we've gotten through this first scene, and because I forgot to do it at the very beginning of the game, you now have a secondary highlighted stat. Uh, and whoever has the most uh, most uh, ticks at the end of this movie will get a, a star point for the next movie. But so you guys are you guys are speeding through town uh, in the eighteen wheeler. Um, I need you, Ron, to make a stunt roll to drive this truck because the streets are like caving in all around you. What do I have there to are stunt? people and bears everywhere. I think that this one has to be agility, muscles. unless you can give me a really really good reason why Listen. you're steering with muscles. Listen, here's the thing: <laughs> it's a massive wheel, right? It's a real big wheel. It's a, it's a very Make wheel. really quick turns on this thing. You watch in uh, in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Mad Max when they're like really wrenching that wheel around. I'm gonna be flexing that whole time. I'm wrenching this wheel, man. Okay. The whole Just time. All yeah. the power steering fluid was in the tanker. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It just totally now. fucked everything. It's just gone. Now. Um, I'll allow it. It's okay. It's only gonna be a nine. That that one is really just being a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so as you as you're steering your way through the streets, right? Uh, you guys are making your way uh, further downtown because what you're what you're trying to do is you're you're going through town so that you can get out of town. But the, the way the way that you are, you're sort of like on the, on the south uh, western side of town. You're wanting to get to the northeastern side so you can get out of the area of where this this crazy fall line is. You're trying to escape. Give um, it to me, truck. I think I'm yeah. having a conversation with Anna Tefka in the, in the back of the cab. Oh, she, what she, did we she, save Anna Tefka? Did we save her? Sure, why oh, not? Did we not? I thought she, we were. I thought she was with us. She snuck we in. No, she hopped in. She saw that none of you were really paying attention. We're too busy shooting co-eds. And she no, was this like, well, is perfect. As you're talking, you're get out of here. Because you're trying to get out of town. Can, can I intercede here? Can I'm I? Like, can I mess? Can I yeah. block this whole thing? In a second. Okay. Because I got a move I want to make. Yeah. So Fuck, you're, yeah, you're, you're driving. Give it hard, hard. Give it to me, truck. I'm gonna turn so hard, truck. Yeah, truck. Yeah. 
Well, not quite like that, but they do that in Uncharted worlds. He wanted me to emote for him. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really enjoying it. Mm. Um, fuck yeah, Chuck. I'm, I'm uh, second-guessing uh, hopping in this truck with you all, even though it was certain death with the bears back there. I can't That's hear it. you over the sounds of driving. <laughs> yeah. I, I dramatically turned to Anatevka, and I think we come in for like a close-up of just the two of us. Uh-huh. And I'm like, are you all right? Well, I'm okay. There was much violence, and just like in my home country, but <laughs> I think it, I will be okay. I just we have to get out of here. To, how are we going to get away from this earthquake full of bears? This bear quake. I don't know. If there's anything we can do, it might just be to weather out the storm. I just wish there was some way that we could have known, or the way that we could stop it. But I mean, look, and I look out uh, at the devastation, and uh, I say. Uh, with my degree in forensic geology and the economics of bears, maybe I could have put a stop to this. Maybe I am responsible for the deaths of Victoria, Jessica, Cressica, and Cromica, and Jessica, and Jessica the second, and also Victoria. Jessica with a kid. <laughs> Jessica. And I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just weeping, I think. Are you doing one of your thespian moves? I think I'm just acting. Okay, just acting. Excellent. Excellent. Right, uh, oh, I, I, it might be a love scene. Probably not, though. Oh, no, because that's like... Oh, I'm coming. That's, like, I'm coming. That's, like, that's a okay, then I'm setting up the love scene. Okay, yeah, okay. She, this is where we see the sensitive side of, yes. of Professor Science. Of Professor Science. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, what, what were you doing in the well, truck? Well, as, as you're talking to her, then, I'm going to come in. I'm going to say, hey, Natasha, I need to talk to him about his wife. Um, because... Uh, my name's Anna Thevka. No, yes, yes, uh, check off. It's nice. Um, listen, uh, I, I, I learned a thing or two about your wife uh, before she went missing. Uh, you did. Your wife, um, your wife, who you're married to, yes. uh, she was researching space bears. She was researching I'm sorry? space oh, yes, why? bears. And I, 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 I haven't got all the pieces on the puzzle put together just yet, but I have a feeling that we need to go to your wife's uh, laboratory because the bear quakes and the space bears, I think there might be a connection. She did mention there might be a theoretical Ursus in Ursus Major, maybe a supernova in one of the constellations. Is that the one named the bear? Yes. Holy shit, there you go. Oh my god. Bruh. Conveniently enough, the lab is on the northeastern side of town, which is where you guys are driving anyway. We had to go to the northeastern side of Seattle to your wife's lab where she was researching space earthquake bears. I turn on Fraser Crane. Uh, and I listen to his soothing voice and urbane. Are there any bears on the road as we're driving? There are multiple bears. I just want to hit one of them. I just right. want to like just, just plow through one of the bears. <laughs> I'm gonna Yarr. I'm gonna put this into your stunt roll, which I did not forget about. Okay, cool. Uh, so you got a nine, yes, yes. So you're you're plowing through the streets. These conversations are happening. He's getting close to Anatevka. He's reminding him about his wife. Oh, I'm reporting not Anatevka about your wife. <laughs> Uh, and you uh, are driving, you're cutting it around all kinds of crazy corners, you're barely missing civilians, and you do, uh, you guys are uh, biting the bottom lip as I'm doing like... (laughs) 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 It's what he thinks emoting is. Dude, I'm just acting. Okay. I'm just, much, I'm just acting here. How much chest hair is popping out at this point? I don't have a shirt currently. I ripped it off. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you have no chest hair. It's just all glistening. Oh, no. It's it stays, bro. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a rug. Well, it's one or the other, right? <laughs> it's a 
Oh, well, it's going to be like shaved and waxed. Yeah, no, it's like, waxed. Like, it's yeah, got to yeah, be waxed. You're yeah, a real man. Sure. Yeah, 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 you're not like a clone from the future. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. Just, um, but so, yeah, you're, you're driving around and, and, and you I'm see... now, too, so uh, cool they're, they're at Bindi's Bear, sort of in the distance and everything, and, and running around. But there's one a smack dab in the middle of the road. Nice. It's like, uh, it's actually chasing a dog right now. No! I hit the fucking bear and saved the dog. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about yes, anything. You do, and this stunt is successful. You ramp directly into the bear and the dog. What kind of dog was it? It was a glorious, powerful dog. Uh, it was a American dog. It was a golden retriever. That's right, it was a golden just retriever. American. This golden retriever gets just out of the way of Annabelle. Running with his feet at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, Pepe Le Pew running across the street. <laughs> you know how dogs do. I love those visual gags. How dogs do. <laughs> that famous dog action. It's the love. only action they can take. We love to see it. But um, the truck hits this massive bear and actually like careens it directly into the crevasse. Uh, the bear that, does, that's right? going down. Yeah, the, the, the bear cool. does. As I hit it, I just want to be like, looks like I just made blueberry pie. <laughs> blueberry pie. <laughs> Roll for a killer one-liner <laughs> as the bear falls into the abyss. Dominic, who wrote this? Hmm? Who wrote this? Well, oh, it was it was uh, myself. Uh, what do I add to that? Is that drama? <laughs> do what? Is that drama? Uh, emote, yes, is plus drama. <laughs> well, uh, no, it's it Swagger was, for Killer One Liner. Oh, sorry, I was looking at Emote. Sorry. Is yeah. it Swagger? Uh, but uh, it was me, uh, myself, and Caden Wolf wrote this script. Yeah. So I know whose hand to shake. <laughs> yeah. it's a seven. I just say whatever I feel a seven? like on the camera. Yeah. Down. A seven. Uh, let's see, Killer One Liner. I think that someone um, is enraged and immediately attacks <laughs> me. Do you want to take seven. one forward to your next roll, or do you want plus one to camaraderie? It will feel weird if I'm like plus one to camaraderie, and then someone hits me. Oh, I think I think that what's going to happen is that it's going to slow down the action scene because oh, your truck, your your total. Well, I'll take Annabelle. one forward on the next roll. Okay, so you take one forward to the next roll, but like. Annabelle is totaled from the, the from the sheer yeah, impact because uh, from your stunt roll, I'm gonna say you lose something, and it's Annabelle. No. She's she's completely wrecked. It was worth it. That's the, a real American hero. The the engine is smoking, and you're we like teetering on the edge of the dogs. That's absolutely right. Just another casualty of my unwillingness to action. Yeah, okay, like really zooms really in, zooms in on like this attempt at one tier. Just really squeezing it out. Just really squeeze that tear out. Oh, um, man. But, yes. Does, does so my Annabelle carry is over from the earlier scene? Does your what? Emote carry over, the one that gives me and David's character a bonus? Uh, I think, yeah, that as long as you're acting... Uh, with controlled panic. Yeah, with controlled panic, that yes. Because I think I've taken a real swing into the dark side. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you're just really going yeah. down that path. It's all my fault. Jessica. Jessica, too. Victoria Jessica with a K Cressica She was hot Jessica with a K Skateboard man And Anatevka says Well the The truck is totaled What are we going to do now? We have to get to the observatory Laboratory Bear Space Museum How far away are we From the observatory Space Laboratory Space Bear Museum Can I I commandeer a vehicle here? I do have a gun I feel like uh, Yeah I think you can The gun is going so well For me so far (laughs) Who else has a kneecap Around here I can see (laughs) There are cars definitely around, and some people have been, you know, crazily driving around. Some people have just abandoned their cars. All right, I see an abandoned vehicle. All right, we're going for the abandoned vehicle. Let's all go. We're hopping in. Great. You guys find you you guys find a Bronco, and and I'll hop in, and you uh, continue your way across town. Uh, 
Anything you know about detective work comes from Grand Theft Auto, the video game. So I knew, <laughs> I knew eventually we'd find a way to get there. Yeah, excellent. Uh, and uh, the dog, the dogs is sort of like following you oh, guys. We're taking the dog you. with us. We're excellent. taking the dog with us. The golden retriever hops into the back of the Bronco. Is he my well. friend? Oh yeah, he like licks you on the face in a way that you know is saying thank you for not letting me get eaten by that bear. Like, uh, oh, what was the what was the movie where the bear ate the cat, but they like had to keep on getting more of that cat? Oh, Milo and Otis. Yeah, Milo and Otis. Oh, Tons of animals died in Milo and Otis. Like the like it was like a Disney film that was made out of. This uh, is the plot, or this is the reality. This is reality. It was made of Japan, Real like life. in like what, like the A. Yeah, like, yes, yes, or whatever. Yeah. And Disney was like, "Yeah, we'll buy it, right? Yeah, whatever. We'll put our name on it, right?" And then it was found out much later that like tons of animals died because they did a scene where this puppy and this kitten were like fighting a bear, but it was like real life. It wasn't oh, no. animated, and the bear was just killing them. the cat specifically. No. I think. Yeah, the cat died like. They were like they went through like twenty. Yeah, the cat didn't die. Multiple cats died. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. That's showbiz. It's crazy. Anyway, so, so the, this glorious golden, this powerful masculine dog just licks your face as a sort of like nonverbal thank you for not Milo and Otising me. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Milo. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I had a really right. bad. Cut, time cut, take it back. Take it back. One more time. One more time. Action. You're welcome, Milo. Nice. I Norwegian. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> and you guys you speed off to toward the observatory <laughs> as we as we uh, cut to the next scene. You guys are driving through town again, and you um, let's see. You are close. Who's to, driving this time? Uh, I think that I think that uh, Teddy is driving this I'm time. I'm back with a dog. Looking American as <laughs> fuck. I must warn you. When we get to the Bear and Space Museum, they were, I think, working on some. Shall we say exotic materials? I'm not entirely convinced those were co-eds we were running down and shooting. I think they were soon-to-be co-ed bear clones. I think they were fucking co-eds, and I think I you think, you, I think you committed murder there. <laughs> I'm trying to look for an out here for myself. I mean, we're not going to tell anyone, but like, I'm pretty sure you killed some people. Yeah, all right. But how many people did I kill through inaction? A lot. Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better, man. I, I only shot two people directly. You, you know, think of all the people you killed. I saved a dog, so winning. Natasha, <laughs> can you believe how many people he's killed and his wife's missing? She's just like frowning at all of you while petting the dog. I'm holding the dog because I like to imagine someone jacked as Arnold Schwarzenegger with no shirt, just like holding a dog <laughs> in the back seat of like a sedan. I like the idea of like, you know, holding like the little tiny poodle or little tiny cat, but it's the giant. Yeah, no, no, that's what I like just. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Uh, so Don't worry. Natasha, buddy. doesn't he seem sad about his wife? Yeah, he's sad. Well, maybe not sad enough. Fucking challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably too emote. <laughs> That's an 11, motherfucker. How sad am I? You are so fucking sad. So now you... Uh, <laughs> so I think that overrides the control. Yeah, that overrides the control panic. panic. So now uh, you get to uh, take plus one forward when acting on your just pit of sadness that you were yeah. in. Uh, yeah, you've, you've shifted it now. I don't know who I want to give that to. <laughs> like, who the other person to, that gets plus one when they feel sad. Clearly, you need to work through your emotional issues with killing co-eds. <laughs> so I'm going to see... When you look into that deep, dark abyss, you realize it's nothing. Nothing compared to the one in your own soul. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and Fuck you, bro! Fuck you! If he ever acts out of sadness... Teddy will have a plus one. Excellent. Excellent. 
Alright, so you guys are speeding. There's catharsis uh, coming. Oh, yeah. Making your way uh, toward the Baron Space Museum. Uh, <laughs> I need some water. Oh, my. <laughs> Hello! Dominic Chevalier here to say thank you for joining us for this special screening of Bearquake. Feel free to go refill your popcorn and sodas during the film's intermission. This week's episode of The Quest Company is brought to you by our fantastic sponsor, Castor and Pollux, makers of mystical jewelry and geeky novelties. Quest Company listeners can go to castpollux.com and get 15% off your entire order of dice, jewelry, and other nerdy accessories by using the code THEQUESTCO at checkout. That is a wonderful deal, and we are happy to be sharing it with you. If you order a set of dice or a cool piece of jewelry from Castor and Pollux, make sure to send us a picture and we'll feature you on our Instagram and Twitter. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, you love the show and want to help us grow and improve, please help us out by going to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a humongous help to us and we read every single review that comes in. We also have a Patreon. If you love what we do here at the Quest Company and want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a patron. You can help us with necessary expenses and with purchases that will help us continue to improve the quality of the show. We have multiple patron tiers available so that you can contribute as much or as little as you're comfortable with, and every little bit helps. If you would like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. Patreon subscribers also get a special role on our Quest Company Discord, along with some other great physical rewards, like Quest Co. stickers and buttons. You can find the links to both the Patreon and Discord server on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. I'd like to take a moment now to thank all of the excellent artists whose music is featured in this feature film. Thank you to Tabletop Audio for the tracks Noir Procedural, Lively Cafe, Monster Attack, Warehouse 13, Testing Chamber, Weirder Things, and Weirder Things 2. You can find more great tracks for your next gaming session at tabletopaudio.com. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the songs Gearhead and I Feel You. You can find more of Kevin's work at Incompetech.com. Thank you to DJ Williams for the song Iron Fist. Thank you to Ethan Mikesell for the song Lead Foot. Bruno E for the song Manchester Dream. Thank you to Silent Partner for the song Wise. Thank you to Kinkus Moreira for the song Love or Lust. Thank you to Riot for Loitering. Thank you to Jeremy Corpus for the song My Master. And thank you to Midnight North for the song Jack's Garage. You can find more from those artists on the YouTube audio library. That's all for me, so let's return to the action. Thank you for enjoying Bearquake here at the Quest Company. You guys are hauling ass toward the Bear and Space Museum. Yes, we are. Uh, with Teddy at the wheel of the Bronco, with uh, Malcolm, uh, Doctor Malcolm Pierce in the in the front passenger seat, and then Ron Tugnut with uh, Milo and Anatevka in the back. You know it. Uh, so you guys are speeding through town. You know what uh, happens in back seats. What? Don't worry about it. 
Uh, you're, you're making your way, and you're uh, a good chunk of the way <laughs> there. Um, you're, uh, once again, uh, driving around, uh, m- making your way. You're, like, going up on the sidewalks and going around just because th- these massive crevasses are just uh, continually coming up. The, the earth is in a constant state of trembling at this point. I, I think I have a dual purpose here as well, by yes. the way, which is every time I see Anna Tevka now getting a little bit canoodly over here with lug nuts. Uh, I, I, I swerve that thing nice and hard. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're about to do a little, you know, canoodle, canoodle, and, like, and I'm like snapping them apart. <clears throat> I'm cock blocking all over this guy. Oh my gosh. Tell me what. <laughs> give me a. Give me a get what you want roll. I don't know what that means. So roll plus there. magnetism. Roll plus magnetism? That is a seven. A seven? <laughs> okay, so you are uh, every time well, she seems to be getting a little close. I'm just watching the rearview mirror. Yeah, you're just you're just looking in the rearview mirror, and every time she gets like a little too close, or he starts, you know, itching in a little bit, you sort of give it a hard shift. Yeah. Uh, but she gets annoyed because she just uh, hits her head against the window and pushes. Like, what did you? What? Just drive. What are you doing? Uh, and so uh, she, you, you get what you want. I look at her and I'm like, them. yeah, just drive. And then I look back at her real slow, just drive. Things fall apart The center cannot hold The falcon cannot hear the falconer Are we almost there? You guys, uh, pull up uh, What's your contemporary piece? (laughs) (laughs) You, uh, you arrive at the, uh, the Seattle City Center Uh, which is where the the Space Needle is As well as the Seattle Repertory Theater Children's Theater and Opera In this big, in this big sort of, uh, place here And you, uh, you arrive And it is, it is sort of, um the Baron Space Museum is, is past the city center, right? But mm-hmm. you, you, have, you have arrived at this, and it is untraversable by okay, car. So yeah. you guys are going to have to, you guys are going to have to get out and and make make your way across the city center uh, on foot. It looks like I'm going to give a, I'm, I'm going to scan the whole area, really trying to get as much of a picture of it as I can. All right, uh, give me a read a situation. Wow, uh, that is a nine minus. What is that swagger? Yeah, uh, minus one. It's an eight. All right, Nate. So you get to ask one for me. The situation. Uh, what should I be on the lookout for? Uh, the big <laughs> bears. Bears. <laughs> Re- really big bears. I think we have bears. <laughs> <laughs> it's like New Ridge all over again. <laughs> What's most dangerous here? Uh, uh, death. It's dying. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, and you do. You see, there are a couple of bears uh, in the distance that you know are around the campus here with blood-stained mouths, and you see bodies of civilians just sort of torn apart in pools of blood everywhere uh, amongst this hellish landscape that's, that's sort of all topsy-turvy with these, these cracks through the ground everywhere. All right. What should I be on the lookout for? Um, uh, I, uh, bears and earthquakes. Oh, bears, yes. yes. As we as we leave the Bronco, uh-huh. I want to take um, Anatevka by the hand. <laughs> um, having worked with her before and feeling very comfortable in the <laughs> I feel comfortable with her as a, a fellow actor, someone I can play off of. Um, I just want to take her hand and be like, "Don't worry, Anatevka. Watch, watch over Milo for me, and I'll come back for both of you. Don't worry, I always sit a dog." And then I'm gonna just like pet her hand. <laughs> is that is that that's a love scene? Bro? No, that's a love scene, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, tell you tell you what. I'm trying to turn something. Where I just don't want to like take advantage. So I gotta like see what her reaction is before we go any further with this love scene. Gotcha. I will say that you can. Um, we, we won't go full love scene with this because that's like that's like doing 
doing the deed, right? That's what well, I mean, we could. What are you referring to? Right. It's, it's my specialty. It's, it's my specialty. But I'll let you. I'll let you sort of lead into it. Here. Okay. So, yeah. so roll, roll with uh, magnetism here. Okay. Booyah! Double sixes. She is twelve. She, she just looks at you. <laughs> she just. Yeah, motherfucker! Crotch. Twelve was your nickname on porn set. <laughs> no, twelve was my nickname when I did. Uh, oh no. <laughs> uh, twelve was my nickname when I went into uh, uh, anal fireball. It's not even a pun. Right? Don't, don't even read into it, bro. Like, just is what it is. It needed a number on the end of it. It needed to be like anal fireball six. No, it was anal fireball twelve. That's why they called me twelve because I didn't. I was the only you person to be in all twelve. Anal fireball. One yeah, one the third we did one. them all in one day. Yeah. Anatevka grab, grabs your face um, and, and just says, Be safe. I will stay with Milo. We will see you on the other side. And she just, like, you guys, the, the camera just zooms into both of you. And I don't know if you guys are sort of, like, in the background, unamused. But I don't I know. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, director, well, we need an enigmatic cut to, because I clock this. I absolutely see this. And I have an enigmatic yeah, you're, you're sort of, you're sort of, you're sort of gun, between that them. one right there. You're sort of between them in the yeah. shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's yes, the two of them, right. and you're sort of blurred in the background, but then the focus shifts from them to you. Well, it, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, and I'm still looking like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> you just, you just, this was the shot. Do you want to see? I'll do it for you. Or is it like the like held off? I think it's like you get really close before before the other two guys. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta fight these bears. Alright, so you guys start. We can find your wife. I'm gonna give you the look. This is the one I gave. I love those visual gags. That's a great way to Plays well. Does All anybody right. else in the podcast want to see that? Because I can do it again. Oh, yeah, I think. With, <laughs> with reckless abandon, uh-huh. I think Dr. Malcolm Pierce um, pushes up his immaculate sleeves <laughs> on his glamour muscled arms uh-huh. and immediately starts walking towards the bears, uh, fully intending to tussle with them. All right, and so the bears are sort of, uh, they're in the area that's closest to the, the theater uh, district here of the of the city center. Uh, okay. So uh, someone tell me, as you guys are walking by, what product, I'll tell you what, I'll give one of these to each of you. Andrew, you tell me what the children's theater is doing. David, you tell me what the rep is doing. And Joe, you tell me what the opera is doing. Oh. As you guys, uh, these these posters sort of pass I have the, by the, I have the children's theater. You have the children's theater done. David has the rep, and uh, gotcha. Joe, you have the opera. It's, what what current productions are running at these at these theaters? It's definitely Dido and Emmaus, <laughs> in honor of Ron Tugnan's actor. <laughs> Incredible dildo and an <laughs> dildo and an anus. I have one of those. <laughs> I was in Dude, Where's My Dildo? <laughs> we never found it. <laughs> you know, ninety percent of dildos never make it back to Earth. <laughs> it's probably the same place Teresa is. You careful with that shit. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Oh my god. What's the children's theater doing? Yeah, go to your list. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're doing Alien Covenant. No, the children's the theater, children's theater sure. is doing Equus. Oh, like obviously, yeah. or Cabaret, one of the two. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Let's go with cabaret. Cabaret. I like cabaret. Okay. Cabaret. Uh, the rep no. is doing uh, anal fireball on ice. Anal <laughs> fireball. Ah, uh, yes. Just straight from off Broadway. Straight from off Broadway. I just look at it, and there's one little tear, and I'd like to emote. <laughs> <laughs> Roll plus drama. Um, it's not as good as it should be. Um, 
that's that's an eight minus one, so that's a seven. Seven. That's still that's still a mixed success. So I'm trying for the director. So I think that uh, have you guys already? Yeah, you guys you guys are in the in the place. So uh, I think that Anatevka is already behind. Uh, so you get to choose uh, one of the other PCs to witness your emotional display and feel the same emotion as you. Uh, and if they act on the emotion, he or she takes plus one forward. Are you guys all just sad now? No, 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 it's not sad. <laughs> it's not a tear of sadness, it's oh. a tear of pride. Oh, pride that it made it. I didn't know if it was because you weren't in it. No, I'm going to give it to the good doctor. My god, look at these arcs, though. At the beginning, you had nothing. You were nothing. You were nobody. You did everything for me. Anal fireball on ice six. <laughs> one, you did that wrong. You did that. Actually, a brilliant actor by the name of Dutch... The 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 Haas Del Macho was in that, but, uh, but I'm I'm mixing my uh, levels it, of reality. I think Doctor Malcolm Pierce might be sundowning. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that. <laughs> All right, so you got you guys start making your way across the uh, the Seattle Center, um, and as you do, you feel another strong tremor, uh, and in the way that happens in these sort of movies, uh, it, the ground cracks between all of you, and you get separated by the cracks. We're all three separated. You're all by three cracks. in completely different areas now. This isn't um, the first time I've been separated by a crack. <laughs> you just gotta plug them. <laughs> oh my god. Don't analyze it. <laughs> it was funny words together. Your job is to analyze it. But you guys you guys are all in, in separate areas right now. Of the of the city center and, and there's there's ways for you all to get together. You can see it as the camera pans to each of you. You you, you sort of look to each other for a moment uh, for a moment for a Mormon. You, you look <laughs> to each other. For a moment. There's one Mormon dude. This is like bear. No. <laughs> Comes up to the bear. Hello there, bear. Hello. <laughs> But no, so what? What are you? What are you guys gonna do? That there's a wide crevasse between all of you right now, and it looks like there there's a way that you all can continue forward. But uh, you're you're gonna have to do it separately. It looks like. Do you do you all? I'm gonna forge ahead. Uh, the the deep down darkness in his soul and the, the feel of inaction and, and letting this happen, this this horrible disaster, has propelled Doctor Malcolm Pierce to whatever end may be, uh, trying to get to the. Um, the science, the air, the, sorry, the Baron Space Museum. Yes. All I right. see the doctor doing this, and I, I follow suit. All right, so we might be are, separate, but we are one. You guys are all. Uh, some of you having to take more roundabout ways than others, trying to make your way to the Baron Space Museum, uh, making your way through the Seattle Center. Uh, so we'll say uh, we'll start with you. Um, the lead, uh, Dr. Malcolm Pierce, you, you are on the side that has the theaters and stuff. So you, you're making your way through mm-hmm. that area, and there there are bears throughout. How do you wanna How do you wanna use the environment to your advantage to sort of take down some of these to any of these bears that you can through uh, your action? Mm-hmm. I think I have my leather briefcase uh, strapped to the front of my chest as some sort of like just makeshift uh, battle armor and I pick up like a lead pipe or something off the ground and I, I'm not going to try to initiate anything with bears I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more like trying to move from cover to cover but if one comes out I will not hesitate I will strike excellent. At, at Ballsworth Field excellent so I think that you um, you are you're making your way through and uh, sort of across smaller cracks and everything as you go on the way uh, and at one point you have to actually make your way through the Seattle Repertory Theater's uh, space yeah mm-hmm. And um, watch out for the ice. There, in the in the middle, in the middle of the theater, uh, as as you're passing through backstage, you see a couple of bears 
and you are here on the edge of the set of Anal Fireball 6 on ice. <laughs> it was and the best one. Some people say the middle one's never as good, but like... <laughs> Well, where was it going really to go? Where was go after six? Yeah, like it reached its climax. But yeah. Yeah. Give me a picture, yeah. of the stage picture of uh, Anal Fireball Six on Ice. Well, explain it, explain the plot of Anal Fireball Six on Ice to me first. Oh, it's just like two dudes doing anal. <laughs> There's no plot. It's just like that's what's like, happening in Antarctica or where, what are we nope. talking? About? <laughs> I don't know why they put it on ice, but like. <laughs> Well, for the dramatization, Spectacle. we'll say that there's a lot of pyrotechnic stuff oh, around. All you need is a bed. It's anal fireball, right? So, because listen, so there's a bed in the middle of the stage, and they watch anal fireball. But right. if they're ice you want spectacle. Yeah. yeah. You really yeah, just need something, something that's going to be like you want to see a triple axle, on the knees. triple asshole. Yes, yeah, exactly. And like, you know, that's pretty much it. Something soft for knees and elbows. That's the whole set. Great. So it's a three-quarter thrust stage, right? Right. And it's I ice. think it's a little more than three-quarters of thrust. Hey. <laughs> I think it's a little more than three-quarters of thrust. With with this cracked ice in the middle that this bed is uh, on, on in the middle of, precariously perched uh, on, the, on this cracked ice. And you see that there are the, these different places for pyrotechnics throughout. And as you're passing uh, by the backstage area, the bears notice you, and, and one of them looks directly at you, and you get the feeling that they're about to charge. What are you going to do to nullify the bear threat? I am going to dive onto the ice past the lovely padded leather couches and uh, uh, what with the pumping jazz music or whatever is being pumped into <laughs> Anal Fireball 6 on ice. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah, always the, something being pumped into Anal it, Fireball. I, the oh, yeah. the, 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 uh, the uh, air earthquake know. set off like the sound system, so oh, there yeah. is this music happening it's in the background. I like that you justify it. I like that you come up with a reason to justify the music, because otherwise the story has no verisimilitude. You have to justify why there's music playing. Well, I'm crafting, I'm crafting, I'm weaving the tale. Listen, your respect for detail matters. Yeah. I think Dr. Pierce is is physically, like, uh, you know, he, he's probably ripped up his nice slacks, his, his you know, his shoes oh, yeah. are all scuffed up. His professor uh, hair is tousled just so oh, that yes. hair and makeup probably had to work really hard on. Absolutely. And he is physically uh, trying to make his way across the space, holding the lead pipe at the ready for the first bear to come at him. Okay, yeah, and so as, as you're making your way uh, past where the bears are, they do, they start charging at you, uh, both of them at the same time, and you've got only the lead pipe and the set pieces around you to defend yourself. What are you gonna, how are you gonna do it? Uh, first, this... first bear is charging and the second one's re- rearing up. Uh, I'm gonna stunt on him. Stunt on him. Uh, I'm going to fake with one swipe and then roll backward onto the ice and slide uh, the rest of the way off stage. Excellent, excellent. Give me a stunt roll. So I do have that deep down sadness, which gives me a plus one, and it's not enough. Oh my god! I should have spent more time in the gym, <laughs> working on my actual muscles, <laughs> as opposed to my cerebral muscles. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so, so that's a perfect failure. Incredible. So here's what happens. <laughs> you you go to fake out the one bear to then go to the second bear, and this bear is not fooled at all. Also, it has a paw that's massive enough that even though you're trying to juke around, no matter what, it's just the general area. Takes a huge swipe at you, slashes across, and knocks you across the way, and you get knocked into some of the pyrotechnic stuff, and like gas and oil and stuff starts just leaking out everywhere, and you take two harm. Uh, 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 you get knocked across the way. Uh, uh, 
uh, as that's happening. Can I make a move here? Yes. I can make a move. I sense this is happening over there. This is way far away from you. Oh, you yeah. I can hear the cries. I yeah. hear the cries. You hear the, oh! Yeah, it's not good. And the, the sexy jazz. With the, and the sexy jazz. The really I hear nice the sexy beat. jazz, and I, and I know that uh, uh, I can see uh, uh, Lugnut uh, over there with all the bears that are coming. So, My name is Tugnut. Tugnut. What, yeah, what can I say? Uh, so Dick Harrison mm-hmm. turns to the director for a minute and says, Hey, Chevy, rack focus. Go on. And I say to you, I say, Mr. Nutt. Yeah. The doctor needs you. My daughter, Natasha, needs you. One of us has to live. I'll draw the bears off. I pull out my Beretta. I rack it. I load it. And I run at those bears. (laughs) I cry out. I ain't no goddamn teddy bear. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! <laughs> Give me a killer one liner roll! <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> and I draw up the bears so that you can go save him! So do you want do you want plus one to your next roll as you go to deal with these bears, or do you want to add one to camaraderie? Uh, camaraderie. All right, camaraderie. so you guys have a camaraderie. What do we do with camaraderie? Now? We can spend it with a camaraderie. Is always the question? Yeah. <laughs> no. So we're at th- uh, two. Yeah. Oh my god. Knowing that's happening, I'm jumping the gap. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like. Uh, what was that? What was the movie that The Rock just did where he's like jumping oh, from yeah. building to building yeah. and everybody was analyzed it was like impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Make that jump. I'm gonna do that over the crevasse. Alright, give me a give me a stunt roll <laughs> over the crevasse. Oh, Lord. This impossible leap. But you've been inspired. What do I add to stunt? I mean muscle, leg day? Yeah. Every yeah, day? Yeah, you do, yeah, that's for sure muscle. <laughs> Sweet. Um, then that's a a fourteen. Oh my god. You do the cool stunt you were doing. <laughs> you get plus one forward. Or you can pass that plus one forward to someone else. Wait, do I add a star power tick also? Uh, yes, because that was a muscle roll. As I jump, I'm just like, yeah, fuck, and just like flexing through Is it, it in slow motion? I assume. I mean, oh, like, I'm not the director here. But like, so I like, think so. Well, you, you can specify. On, if you get a full success, I'm, I'm not editing. Is there any way that as you're jumping in slow motion, there's an explosion behind you? I only assume that one of the buildings in the back just like explodes oh. and starts falling. I'm like not looking at it. Yeah, just like... Ugh, no oh shirt, just glistening. As there's another tremor, absolutely. Uh, so you go, you go off and you start running toward uh, the they Seattle Repertory Theater. <laughs> <laughs> you do that as you, Teddy, start drawing the bears toward the Chihuly Glass Museum, yes! which is actually in the Seattle Center. Yes, it is. Fucking Casey Williams Ass Museum is this. <laughs> There's straight... I looked. I was like, what's no, all this shit true. in the Seattle that's Center? There's a yeah. Chihuly museum. Now, if it's there in 87, I don't know, but... Well, I don't give a shit if it was there. We'll, yeah, we'll just say it's it there is. there now. It is there now. Do you know what else is not there in 1987? What? Anal Fireball 6 on Ice or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> it's just, what are you talking about? No, that's real. We it's did very popular. Yeah, yeah, we, we did the we, research. We checked. Oh, we checked. Yeah, it's really popular. Wow. Tell me again about your... You're really on the edge of your seat. You start luring the bears toward the... All of the Chihuly stuff, oh, all of this yeah. beautiful glass, Come all here. these colors and shapes and stuff. Oh. And this is like a really visually stunning, oh. like set piece sort of. Kiss thing. my like, glass, bears. Uh, another? 
Fuck yeah, another! Oh my god. So, as, you, as you're going, how, how are you going to try to neutralize? There's like four bears, because you're luring a whole bunch of them that are out in the open. What are you going to do in the Chihuly Museum? Right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the dead center of, of a big uh, 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 receiving room in the, uh, uh, in the museum. Yeah. All these Chihuly exhibits. Oh, yeah, big chandelier. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm bringing them in, I'm bringing them in, I'm bringing them in. I used up all my one-liners, so I, have, uh, I say to them, you can't bear it, can you? And I go, ba 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 ba. Then all the Chihuly exhibits, and they all come oh down, shattered. Shatter all the bears. Give me stunt. Oh my god. Shatter those bears. Unless you think it would be a violence or something, but I think it's a stunt. You think it's stunt? I got eight. An eight? Plus agility? Plus agility? Yeah. yeah. Nine. Okay, Plus yeah. one for me if you're acting with uh, uh, deep down dark abandoned. Ten. Oh yeah, no, I mean, like, I just sacrificed myself. For, That's uh, true. For you, you ran directly into and my daughter and the dog. Wait, what was dog. what was that move that you? Because I think that this qualifies for the move that you took for your for your script move. Yeah. So as you do that, this is going to be successful, right? Like you 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 got your full success to take down all the chihuly's, all this all this shattered glasses falling down Absolutely. on these bears. Uh, but so go and ahead and leather jacket. Nothing. Go ahead and give me and into <laughs> the eye of the storm roll. So roll plus swagger. Roll plus swagger. All right. Uh, it's six plus two, eight. Eight? Okay. So you shoot up into the glass, all of these Chihuly chandeliers and everything. There are glass shards falling to the ground and, like, going into the eyes and yes. all over the bodies of these bears. You take one harm as you um, just get some of the residual glass coming down, even though you've got this cool leather jacket. Some of them manages to nick you. But the, these bears are coming in, and they're coming after you, but the, the, the harm that they're taking from this glass is so much, and you know some of them can't see because they're not blind, and all this blood going down in their eyes and everything. Up on two legs, roaring, some of them bumping into the walls and everything, causing more glass to fall down and shatter. Uh, and as that's happening, the ground of the Chihuly Museum was sort of already crumpled. Uh, below and, and it begins to crumble even more as the ground becomes unstable for the weight of all these big fucking bears and the ground falls out the ground falls out and you the last that we see of you is you running and trying to make your way out can I cry out one last thing yes can I cry out it's unbearable and it cuts away damn it's powerful acting Ron you are you are now in the lobby of the I Seattle Repertory Theater uh, as you run in uh, you see <laughs> No You see that Dr. Malcolm Pierce is uh, My good childhood friend floor. Malcolm <laughs> No The bears are like coming toward it He's sort of like done his best to crawl out of the way You see that there's there's like gasoline and everything everywhere. From one working here. arm yeah, There's yeah. gasoline Yeah I mean because he Because of pyrotechnics Because of pyrotechnics He got thrown into one of the pyrotechnics yeah, there's there's all this fuel, <laughs> this powerful fuel everywhere, uh, and, you, and um, it's called animal nitrate. Yeah. Doctor Malcolm is like I'm crawling right. away as the bears are in hot pursuit, uh, trying to get him. He's in sort of a small space and they can't quite reach him, but you see him. He's there. Ron, the bears are after him. I realized something. I haven't been doing the move that I've been supposed to be doing the entire game to stop the game from continuing. <laughs> you know the game, the move that's supposed to end the game. <laughs> <laughs> the, move that, the move that we can't end the game without. I'm just running. <laughs> Are the bears like coming near him? Yeah, yeah. The you, you like, Fatty. You're like in the wings right now. The bears no. are just so fucking big no. that, the, that the claws can't quite reach into where the space that he's crawled into. Don't and use the move. He's, as he's yelling this across. Do the it. Way. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do it. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm. 
Yeah, do I'm, the move, Malcolm. Yeah, move on me, Malcolm. Do it. I'm proud of you, Rob. I'm, I'm yeah. proud of you. We're all proud. We're all proud. Yeah, we're so proud here. I'm so proud of you, bro. Bro, I'm so proud of you, bro. What are you doing? I'm just I'm, running. I'm just I'm running not. at you. Am I there yet? I mean, Am yeah, I close? you're like close enough. That the bears are right there. And like he's like. How many bears is it? There's uh two bears in here. Cool. There's two bears in there. I wanna, I wanna just like running jump, right? Land on the back of one and just punch my hand through its skull and rip its brains out. Give me a violence roll. I'm gonna use my master of disaster to just automatically succeed. Explain this as it happens. Secretly, unbeknownst to everyone here, I survived a bear quake on a much smaller scale in West Virginia several years ago. My surviving uh, abilities were found there because I realized all you have to do to stop the bears is detach the brain. Because we've come so far, we like we both had sick gains since we were kids. We were both kind of like spindly little kids, and like we both had like sick bicep, tricep, lats, delts, everything gains. So I'm just so proud of us. And I run and I jump and leap on the back of this bear, and it starts to like growl. And I just take my fist as I did before in West Virginia a few years ago, and I smash my hand through its skull and rip its brain out. And it collapses, and I just look at the other bear, and I go, Looks like I'm the bearer of bad news. <laughs> I mean, how is there still a game now? That's, that's the game, that's it. What do I add to one-liners? What, swagger, and also you, um... Swagger, and I have a plus one going for it already. Right? I'm giving you an extra one, because oh. fuck. That okay, well, it's good. above ten. It's above ten? Yeah. You fucking, yes. Absolutely. You ah! Choose one. Choose one. Plus one forward your next roll or camaraderie. I'm going to take plus one next to my next roll because I'm worried about this other bear. That's fair. You say it as you rip that bear's brain out of its skull. And I take the brain and I just wipe it across my chest and face <laughs> so I get like sweet like blood marks. It's like Predator with mud but just me with blood as it's like spraying out of its skull. You know what? We're here now. It's you, right? You, you smear bear brain all over yourself. And this big fucking bear looks at you and, like, gets up on the two legs and does a fucking karate kid stance. Like, let's, let's fucking go. <laughs> give me give me a violence as you're going to fight the bear. Are you doing anything? Or, uh, Was the bear attacking Malcolm? me? If there's, a, if there's a second to do so, uh, from the floor I'm going to try, inspired by my wonderful friend Ron and his heroics, I'm going to whip the lead pipe with my one working arm into the bear's dick. <laughs> nice. As I was going to go for the dick, too. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I always go for the dick. Great minds think alike. I'm Dutch the Hostel Macho. I always go for the dick. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll give you a plus one since, he, since he's yeah, helping you out here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, so this bear is going to go fucking kung fu on your ass. That means you have a plus five to this roll. Three muscles, one from me and another from me. Well, I'm gonna, it's gonna be just a 12 with all of it. Great, choose three. Choose three things to do this bear. Oh, you know one of them. Um, <laughs> you know one of them. I'm gonna inflict terrible harm to it by 
you throw the lead pipe square into its dick. I then reach out and grab it by its dick and balls, lift it over my head, and throw it into the pyrotechnist, which cause it to explode and messy. It does. Just bear chunks everywhere. It does. You like the set of anal fireball everywhere. You, you pick up the dare lube everywhere. You pick up the bear by the dick and balls and throw it into, like, just the fuel that is all over the ice on the three-quarter thrust stage of Anal Fireball 6 on ice. Um, and you, while it's in the air, you take out a cigarette and light it, take a big puff, and then flick the, the cigarette under the ice. dangerous, but I like it. Just... <laughs> and it Don't smoke, it. kids. It's not cool. It's the 80s. While, while the bear's still in the air, you have all the time to do that before it falls, and a bear explodes. And Wait, instead bear of a cigarette... Can it just be a silver lighter? So, like, as I throw it, I'm just like, throw the lighter? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoosh! And the bear explodes. Bear chunks go everywhere. Uh, it's now quiet in the Seattle Repertory Theater. And I'm going to, for the first time, do the move that I'm supposed to be doing to end the game. <laughs> when you have a quiet moment, uh, uh, roll, right? Yeah. With, with this this quiet pride I have in both of us, I'm going to roll to move towards safety. That's a seven plus one, so that's a so I what is it? I, another PC suffers two harm. Oh my god! Shit! I'm on fire. <laughs> and we move towards safety. One Dip. out of five uh, bits. Oh my god! Uh, great! You move one out of five bits. As you pick him up, uh, you, he, uh, Dr. Malcolm Pierce is very weak right now. He's got one working arm, uh, but he's still he's still holding on. Here, uh, take my flannel hand wraps and tie it on your arm. Oh, stop the bleeding and staunch it. And you start leading the way forward when uh, when uh, you step out onto what's left of the ice. Uh, and you, you slip because the ice is very slippery. And you get a nasty gash on your leg. taking oh, fuck? <laughs> It's an explosion, like two feet away, and I slip on fucking ice. That's the funniest option. And I use my first aid kit to heal him. So you give me first all nasty gash. Or just one arm. So what does the first aid kit do? Does it heal all? First aid kit, uh, I, think, I think it heals one. Oh, it heals one? It doesn't right. specify, so I'm just going to assume I'm going to expend that uh, to heal him with this, this moment of peace and quiet, and I ask. I think it doesn't expend it. Like, uh, oh. Let's say that you have like three uses of it. Each oh, time okay. you use it, you can heal All one right. arm. So I heal you for one. Oh. And I, uh, as I do so, I ask, where's Teddy? Teddy. Teddy didn't make it. And I think we're walking out, and I'm looking at the the glass museum as yeah. it's falling into the center. Yeah, it's like whatever. imploding, and I imploding, but falling into the ground. I light up a cigarette, and I think I give one to you as well, if you're a smoker. I don't. You smoke. <laughs> smoke. Looks directly down the barrel of the camera. I'm, smoking's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hold it up to Teddy's memory, and I Never say, been. "Exit pursued by bear." <laughs> Uh, yes, Tartuffe. <laughs> uh, so that's a nine minus one plus one. Nine. So a nine? Great. Someone is enraged and immediately <laughs> You just punch me. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I think it slows the action scene down, maybe? Yeah, no, I think it's just like... 
It goes, oh, it it goes on for camaraderie. It slows it down like we. It's it's slower shutter frame, like like it's slow motion. Like camera. sort of like we, we kind of have a lull for a second. Oh, yeah, because good. You want to like it was a lame one. Because like you've taken out the bears now, right? Yeah. Oh, we, you, you don't see any bears right yeah. now. So yeah. So the action is slowed in, in the sense <sighs> of like this scene probably should have cut just a little <sighs> bit sooner. But we're yeah. yeah, like coming in on like them limping out. He's and being, like, uh, I think I'm hamming up the physical. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have he, to, we have to cut several times because I'm like, look, I'm just not. We'll take it back. Get the makeup in. I can punch you in the arm really hard if you need. Method. Interesting. (laughs) Pretty much my whole career has been method. They're like, fuck this girl. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And or this dude. It really doesn't matter to me. (laughs) Money's money. Money is money. (laughs) You guys, we're not so different, you and I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I think we start wandering towards the Baron Space Museum in this injured way. Yeah, in this injured way, you start making your way toward the Baron Space Museum. Oh, I have a nasty boo boo from slipping on ice. Yeah, you're, you're limping too because it's boo bear. Yeah. It's, it's not. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, hey boo boo. Hey uh, boo boo. You pass. You pass the space needle. Uh, making your way across because the space needle is also at the at the Seattle Center. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, you, you pass the space needle and you look up and you see somehow it's still standing. And the camera lingers on it for like a little bit too long, and then you guys keep yeah. going. Um, Standing proud and righteous and firm, straight up. Just a powerful symbol of freedom. Of the male potency. Moten- yes. Motency, yes. Motency. Yep. Mm-hmm. Powerful. As you guys make your way, you do you arrive at the Baron Space Museum. And you We're see here. that the logo is like a black bear like riding a rocket like a cowboy. <laughs> this is typical. It's normal. Bear in space music. That's just science. Uh, and you That's see that it does it does is. seem to be deserted. You know, some of the uh, some of the what your wife studied. <laughs> uh, windows are kind of busted out from the seismic activity and everything. Ron, I have to find what she was working on before the incident. I have to find her old office. Follow me. Wonderful. Right. And you guys are making your way through. Uh, as you guys are going through the museum, do you want to look for anything? Or are you just like making your way? Is there a gift shop? There's definitely a gift shop. Does it have a cash register? <laughs> yes. Is it open where I can get money out of it? Yes. I pull out exactly twenty-seven dollars and thirty-six cents, and then I leave. Back on track. <laughs> oh my god! Just in case, you know. Something comes to bear later in life. I'm going to need that $27.36. Well, $1980, that's like $500. <laughs> they didn't have money back then. They just traded, we just traded for services. It was just like shells. And <laughs> small pieces of obsidian. Oh, my God. Yeah, you guys make your way through. And so there's like spaceships and planes and also like um, taxidermy bears everywhere. And you're making your way back and, and you hear a... You hear a voice from behind you. What are you doing in the Bear and Space Museum? And you turn around and you see a security guard played by the one and only Julio Good Intentions. Powerful. He's so strong. He's such a good actor. And he's got a beagle next to him who's also in a security guard outfit. He has a dog too? Yeah. Well, that's Julio Good Intentions' famous dog. I want to read this person. You know, Rona and Guillermo Barkington. I need to read this person immediately. Great. Read this person. Shit. What do I add to that? Uh, drama? drama? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's uh, just a flat uh, six then. 
Yeah, okay, that's a full failure. All you just see is this security guard uh, who's, like, come out from behind this big uh, taxidermy bear, and it's just like, what are you doing here in the Baron Space Museum? I like your dog. <laughs> I need answers. You want answers? Who are you? I'm just a security guard. Well, what are you doing here? Well, I, There's well, a bear quake. Well, I was hiding, and it was going pretty well. I didn't expect anyone to come into a museum. You should be you should be getting out of here. So you know somebody looted the gift shop. <laughs> we found out on the way in. I just thought you, I thought you should know. I need answers. I'm looking for my my wife's office. Wait, you're Teresa. From, you're from the university. Yes, Teresa Pierce. Could you show me to her office? No, I... Teresa Pierce is not his name. That's his wife's name. I, it might have been confusing. Yes, I'm Doctor Malcolm Pierce. Anyway, uh, what is your name? What, my my name is. Ace Wingman. Nice you look you. at his uh, like little name tag and it says Ace Wingman. And uh, this is like, this is my dog, Rocket. Very cool. I need to go to the office now. Yes. Great. And this this very enigmatic security guard who looks a lot like Adrian Brody. Looks like a backstory to me. <laughs> I mean, it's he's a really good actor. He wouldn't be a bit part. So oh, he's a joy on set. Yes. Yeah, no, so, yeah, so we should, we should probably watch out. Because <laughs> that's what the script says we should do. This game is very confusing on how to play with There's multiple <laughs> levels of... We've thought of added, added like, levels. A weird level to it. <laughs> uh, but you guys start going back toward the office, and yeah, you, you pass more more rockets and, and, and landing shuttles and planes and things. Bears. Things that would be in an in a barren space museum. <laughs> you know, the usual stuff. Um, but you do, and you make your way toward the back. He's like... Can I trust you all? There's very sensitive information in here, and obviously a lot of explosives due to the you know, nature of rockets and also bears. Yes, the exotic materials lab. Explosives barely nowhere. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> and I go in there. <laughs> oh, great. Describe your wife's office. I walk in, and uh, I think for some fucking reason in movie logic, it's been kind of left the same way. Maybe it's been organized a little bit, but there's yeah. still like reams of paper, and, and clearly she was working on something to do with both bears astrophysics and something to do with uh, wavelengths of light and the frequencies of light and I'm, I'm immediately pouring through it and I'm gearing up for a big ass soliloquy so mm-hmm. while, what are you guys doing while I'm, I'm sort of crunching the numbers and as being, you're doing all this I just yeah. walk in and I'm like so this is where Teresa does her work <laughs> nice <laughs> And, and um, Ace, Ace Wingman is uh, just like at the door, like watching you very, very suspiciously as you're like looking around and, and seeing everything. And what, what is, what is your soliloquy, Mister Thespian? When you deliver a solo speech about what's going on in the current movie, trying to piece together the events unfolding around you, role plus drama. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> Teresa, I never knew. I'm so proud of her. Look at this. Ron, do you see this graph right here? This is an example of the neutrinos that are coming in from Ursa Major, the constellation in the stars. Ursa, Ursa, bears, bears. But it's not that. Over there, we we were looking at the the sort of things she would tell me about the different relationships between bears or different creatures, different dimensions in the stars and the possibility of alien life that is so similar to our own life. But we had it all wrong. You don't understand, Ron. When you look at a window, you're not seeing the window. When you look at a star, you're not seeing a star. You're looking at the light from beyond. A dimension of bears. Of bears. Uh, 
so proud of you, bro. Peeking through. Oh, peeking. Into our little dimension. <laughs> springing up from a, a plane oh, of nothing but strong. bears. Uh, In our very bro. core, this must be what she was yeah. trying to find. What she yeah. was trying to stop. Just trying. I couldn't help her. But if I'm correct about these readings... You probably are. There's a way that we can stop the incursions from the bear dimension. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we but should do that. We'll need to go in. Well, all right. And I just, like, start pulling my pants down slightly. <laughs> no, 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 no. no uh, sorry, sorry. I mean, like, a deep impact sort of solution. <laughs> just start pulling my pants like, no, 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 no. No, I mean, like, the core solution. Uh, no, no, not the pants again, no. I mean... We need to go. We gotta go the... in with a deep impact. I, I'm clearly not understanding something here. We need to go into the abyss and blow it up to keep the bears from coming in. Did that make sense? We gotta keep the bears from coming. Got it. <laughs> so uh, the only mission. I did. What roll, was your roll? I did roll a twelve plus two. Shit. So, oh no, sorry. Uh, plus three. So, when you deliver a solo speech about what's going on in the current movie, trying to piece together the events unfolding around you, roll plus drama. You gain On a 10+, plus, you gain insight into the emotional or physical nature of the conflict underpinning the plot. Name one thing that will happen related to the plot, no matter how big or small. The director will make it come true, My at God. no cost to you. <laughs> big or small. Director Though it may it involve cost to others. Oh my God. So take your pick of the many things I just said. There's a dimension of bears. Done. It is incurring on our plane. It is coming up from the center of the earth, and we're going to need to go in to stop it. Done. As you finish your soliloquy, you hear three gunshots that go directly into the back of Ron Tugnut. As you turn around and you see that Ace Wingman has pulled off his human mask, revealing a bear face underneath, and he says... You knew too much about the bear dimension, and he points his gun to you. Ron, you take uh, three harm. Okay. Um, How much can I have? Five before Sweet. death things start I'm happening. I'm at four. Ooh, Ron! I uh, use a machine made of meat. <laughs> Getting hit only makes you angry. When you are hit in a ranged or close combat, whether harm is inflicted or not, you can make this move. I get to roll muscles and decide some stuff. Roll muscles. And I just want to clarify, Ace Wingman pulled off his human face and there was a bear face underneath. <laughs> Not surprised. Not the surprised perfect at disguise. All. <laughs> oh dear, no. Remember, Not you're proud. Best. You're proud. Well, I have a plus, because I had a plus one going forward. And then I had proud plus one, right? Yes. Sweet. So then I'm adding five to this roll of five. So a ten. Oh my god. Dear lord. All right, fine. Yep. That's, and it's a it's a muscle one, so put a star power tick. What are, um, you, what are you gonna do to Ace Wingman, Bear Security Guard? Well, I'm trying to figure out. I think you can do. This is on a plus ten. Hold two. I'm going to immediately inflict one harm as a counterattack against whoever attacked me. So I'm just like ba ba ba. Fault your knees for just the things, and I'm just gonna like come out of my knees and just like straight uppercut, just. Right? <laughs> Boom! And then I'm going to perform a feat testing the limits of human strength. And do what? I'm going what are you going to do to the bear man? As I uppercut him, I'm going to grab his lower jaw 
and then grab his genitals again and lift him over my head and try and pull him apart and rain blood down on my jacked body. Is that something that you just get to do? It literally says perform a feat testing the limits of human strength. Alright, and there goes the cameo of Julio Good Intentions in this particular feature. <laughs> That's a wrap on Julio. Good job, Julio. Good job. He just gets ripped apart. Oh, man. The, the CGI is pretty bad because it's 1987. Right. But, oh, my. Wow. What a moment. You didn't need to CGI these pecs, though. That's true. And then, like, the camera zooms in on just, like, the glistening, blood-covered body. Because also, there are, there are bullet holes all in Bullet holes just leaking as I just... Leaking so much blood. But as, as that happens, there's a moment of silence as Rocket, the dog, starts running toward the Space Needle. What are you guys going to do? That dog is a bear, too. I'm bleeding out. <laughs> Rob, go on without me. No. I'll catch up. No, Rob, go. I, need you. I will follow as fast as I can, but you might be faster than me in my current state. Rob, and I, I <clears throat> dramatically... Come up to him and I, oh, I, I, I just throw up like everywhere. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I now tear off my Oxford shirt, obviously rippling oh, muscles. Yes, and bro, I try to sick, tie it around. Sick gains, bro. Sick gains, bro. Gains, bro. Tears bro. running down my eyes, bro. I thought I'm getting that pale Boromir look. I thought <laughs> sadness. <laughs> I thought sadness could bring us through. I thought pride can bring us through. <laughs> but you've taught me wrong. It's just love. Yeah, Maybe. bro. It's just love, bro. We just gotta love so hard, bro. And I emote. Yeah. You emote. That's a nine plus a lot. Yes. So, star tick. Yeah. Uh, and then you get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you get plus one forward when acting on love. I love you, Rom. And then <laughs> I run out to the Space Needle. Great. You guys start... Grabbing running. as many explosives as uh, material, com- uh, you know, rocket canisters yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of explosives in Teresa's office. I Did Julio have a nightstick? Hmm? Did Julio have a nightstick? He had a gun, for sure. And yes, also a nightstick. <laughs> cool. I'm going to take... The nightstick and toss you the gun. <laughs> I'm stronger with a nightstick than I am a gun. I have That's a mi- how weird I am. I am too. I have a minus one to agility. Well, you can pistol whip someone with it. That's true. Uh, and I pick up, I suppose, that and like a rocket canister and, and head on out towards the Space Needle. Great. As you reach the front door of the Baird Space Museum, you see it. A portal coming around the base of the Space Needle. And the portal's coming. This sort of, this sort of uh, purpley portal from, from the midst of the Earth where all these cracks are. Massive. And you see emerging from the portal what can only be the Mama Bear. As she lets out a furious roar and starts climbing toward the top of the Space Needle. As Andrew ties a bandana around his head. You guys have a bunch of Flight vehicles and rockets and taxidermy bears. What are you gonna do? With love in my heart, I advance. Malcolm. <coughs> Give me the rocket fuel. I Just do it. I do. Give me the gun too. Take the nightstick. Okay. <laughs> A little bit of inventory management. Put the rocket fuel canister on my shoulder. Just make sure this. God damn portal closes. I take the gun and I go charging at the mama bear with the gun held to the canister. Alright, and I will want to clarify that the mama bear is like 
50 feet tall. I'm so massive. And going towards... There's a major. All right, you start running uh, as fast as you can. Blood still kind of everywhere. A little bit... Uh, but you start running, running towards the portal. Hard. What are I'm you going to do? Uh, I'm going to run towards the portal as well, but I'm going to take a tangent to get away. Uh, uh, maybe hiding behind bits of the crevasse that have like shoved up or whatever great. to try to get into the, behind the mama bear. Incredible. All right, you guys are making your way. I'm gonna. Am I in? Am I? What? How far am I away from this bear? Oh gosh, you're probably. Uh, you're like um, across the across the way. So you're probably a good like about a football field. From, keep charging. Like, keep charging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know when I'm in thirty feet. It's like it's like one of those running montages where it's like it's to you and then it's to you and then it goes back to you and then it's to you one more time and you guys are going and going and charging towards. Um, as as you get close to the portal, how, what are you, what are you planning on doing? The portal sort of uh, surrounds the area around the space needle. It's almost as if the space needle is like emerging from the portal with this area that's all around it. Oh, space needle emerging from the portal. A little bit of a little bit of uh, Dutch comes through. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I keep running. Oh, set direction. Yes. So valid. And I keep running. Uh, how close am I? Uh, you're like uh, at the edge of the portal now, and so there's about like. You're going after the big bear. Right? Yeah, but I'm close to the bear, right? Uh, I'm the, going for the bear. The bear's like halfway up. The bear's being like climbing. Oh, it's climbing space. the space yeah, needle. Yeah, yeah, it's climbing the space needle. Okay, well, how close am I to the bear? Uh, the bear's probably about halfway, or yeah, working its way to about halfway up. So it's probably about uh, 200 feet up in the air. Space needle's about like yeah, somewhere between six and 700 feet. Perfect. So it's, it's the about, perfect time. It's, it's the perfect opportunity. Up. I grab the canister and I Arnold Schwarzenegger hammer throw it at the bear. I just like. All the muscles ever, blood still pouring out of multiple gunshot wounds, and I just hammer toss it like like Conan the Barbarian, just up at the bear. But before you let go, suddenly you're shot in the kneecap by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and Teddy returns riding on a bear, riding barebacked, with <laughs> Teresa. And I say, get away from her, you bitch! And I throw Teresa up at the big bear because Teresa is going to use her special science to get inside the bear's brain to get the bear on our side. It was the only way to stop you. I'm sorry. I had to shoot you in the kneecap. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm dead from that. <laughs> from your kneecap? Yeah, four out of five. But does, it doesn't automatically kill him, but now I have license to kill him whenever uh, I see him. Uh, that's ironic. Uh, I only know how to shoot people in the kneecap. I'm so sorry. Uh, I only uh, shoot kneecaps. Oh, God. But look, Teresa's up there. She's going to fix it. And you know where Teresa was this whole time? Lost in Singapore. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> so I don't really know so, what I'm doing. <laughs> so you, you're running, and you you saw this whole exchange happen, and she's uh. <laughs> is Teresa thrown up there? Is she like up on the? Teresa's she's, up on the bear. She's like, well, she was like 200 feet up, so she's like, she's you threw her across the way. Go ahead and give me give me a stunt. Are you just a? Able to throw wifes? Listen, Teddy. Teddy's been on a, a, a vision quest. Teddy's learned a few things. What, so what happened? You disappeared. What happened? Well, I'll tell you. We're gonna flashback. Absolutely. As like he looks back at you, like I thought you so, were dead. Oh yeah, but dead all the uh, the shards of magical chihuly glass actually infuse my body, and I <laughs> I now have supreme strength and powers, 
and I was able to find Teresa in Singapore using the clues from the book that we were reading together. I have brought Teresa back from Singapore, and only she can deprogram the bears to get them to close the portal and be back on our side. It's the only thing that makes sense in this world. <laughs> it's true. It's the so, only thing that makes sense. So you threw her, and she's like, she's like a good chunk of the way. She's like climbing up toward the bear. She's like... <laughs> Hey, my knee! What the hell, bro? She, she, she yells out, Malcolm, I love you. You you all have to blow up the portal. I have to get Mama Bear back in it through my Chihuly mind control. But, I but gonna, I need you all to blow up the portal. It's the only way. I'm going to try and get the bear in the portal. It's fine. I don't have a knee anymore. It's going to be really hard to hammer through without it. She, I kind of need to Teresa yells out, uh, the planes in the museum work, by the way, if that helps. That's where like I was going. Up. As soon as she says that, I'm like, wait a second. That's the worst museum on the face of the earth. They keep fuel in those planes. <laughs> and I run back to I, I hobble with you to the plane. <laughs> to get in the plane with you. And I start doing pre-flight checks and like making With the sure canister of fuel that I still have because it wasn't thrown at my gun. And I suppose we uh, like start getting the, the plane ship shape. Yeah, okay, which which plane are you guys going for? I'm assuming all of you guys are now back together again. You're all in, in some for, sort of... For better or for worse, Teddy may have fucked this up a little bit. I don't know. I'm pretty much pretty pissed at Teddy for taking my kneecap out. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to remove no, one camaraderie yeah. point. Yeah, oh, yes, of course, of course. Wait a second. I mean, without those knees, how will you ever return to your career in porn? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Good thing it's a squib. It's fine. <laughs> I was wearing denim. It looks dope. It's just like jeans and no shirt and wrap like flannel around it. Like the hands. Ugh. So much power. He took one of the flannel strips and tied it as a headband now. We're going to war. Oh Tie the other flannel strip around your knee. I don't, I don't have any more. My hands and my head are wrapped, and I can't like let go of either. And you can't unwrap your head to wrap your knee. No, yeah. that, this is way too cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I also have three bullet wounds in my torso that you can now see actively bleeding out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of my lungs has collapsed. Wait, didn't Rambo clean out a gunshot wound by lighting it on fire once? I threw my lighter oh, to blow up oh, the bear. Was, the plane's ready. The plane's ready. <laughs> all right, you guys, you guys all hop in the plane. So what, what's what's your plan? How are you going to... Teresa, you see her. She's like on the bear now, like trying to wrangle it using her Chihuly mind powers that she got in Singapore. Um, is she trying to wrangle it, or is she trying to drive her? She's trying to drive her that bear. That's why That's why they call her the driver. She's trying to drive that bear back to that portal from whence it came. Gentlemen. But you have to blow up the portal. She's like, you have to blow up the portal behind me once I get the bear back through the portal. Gentlemen, it's, it's been an honor flailing with you, <laughs> trying to figure out who we are and what we're doing. This plane strong. doesn't have autopilot. You don't need autopilot. I was never gonna come back, buddy. I turn. I turn to. I turn to Teddy. Here's that twenty-seven thirty-six. I owe you in dues. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't pay it. Times were tough, but I found myself in this apocalypse. I found who I am, and I can't go back. I can't go back to that way of living when all these bears go away. And it's just normal. Nah. I'm going out on top. <laughs> Ron's going out on top. We're doing it the Tugnut way. Fly me over the portal. And trust in your boy Ron. 
bicep handshake. <laughs> Dylan! I'll never forget you wherever I end up after jumping through this portal and dying. I was just gonna like hammer throw the explosive in and shoot it, but that kind of went like. It kind of went sideways. <laughs> yeah, it really Sorry just turns on me. Honestly, he should be the one dying for this. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm dead already. Like, look at me. How many, look ta- at me. How many times can I pull this move though? But listen, you need to stick around because there's a little tug nut on the way. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! And I take the explosives from you. And I throw myself out of the thing. Okay, we're still in a plane. You guys are in the plane. You guys are in the I plane. The plane took off. Out of the plane. The plane took off by this point. Oh wait, where? I love you, Ron. As he flies into, <laughs> you jumped out of the plane to safety with the explosives. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that, no, no, that's what happened. That's what happened. Is about <laughs> listening. <laughs> montage sort of thing where you were like no I'm taking this plane and we see that you're like in the plane and you're you're longingly a, looking after I'm a dead man already and you've got the explosives in the plane but we you didn't realize you see us in the rear view mirror of the plane <laughs> what's that what's that Teddy was in the plane huh. and Teddy says yeah, I can't let you do this and he takes it and jumps out with the explosives Teddy <laughs> Teddy, you're now barely towards the ground without a parachute. <laughs> Not above the portal. Teddy, make a stunt roll. Into a portal with the, I guess Teddy, make a stunt roll. <laughs> Four, I'm dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going well. <laughs> uh, what am I going to do with all these camaraderie points? I don't have any more comrades. I don't know what they do. <laughs> I don't know how to spin them. <laughs> one move. I was thinking oh. about it, but the extremist has come. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Teddy uh, is probably falling to his death right now. You are barreling toward uh, the Space Needle. As you can see, that Teresa is, like, steering the bear down toward it. I look at Malcolm. Well, he kind of took the explosives. But I'm a dead man anyway. I'll just try and, I'll try and ram the plane into whatever's on the other side of the portal. I'll try and shut it down for you. Malcolm. Another really powerful plane. <laughs> Wait, are you on the plane, too? No! Who the hell is anywhere? We we, we fired up, we said goodbye, he launched, and then you said you jumped off. This last part was over walkie-talkie, and you both, like, yeah. did the high-five yeah. through the air, in the air. Like, yeah. it, like, it, like in spirit. But, yeah, so this is like a walkie-talkie thing that's happening now. Uh, but, yeah, so what? wait, what are you doing? Are you What, what, what are you doing? Uh, I say, Ron, I know this might be it. Look down. That's my first aid kit. If you can... Come back, Ron. Come back. I'll, I'll try. I immediately grab the neck and start trying to patch some of the wounds on my body. So are you just like taking a loop, taking a lap around the space? <laughs> I'm needle? just trying to do it as fast as I can. I don't okay, care if it works. I'm okay. <laughs> just like shoving crap in the wounds. Just like, Ugh, yeah. Ugh, yeah. Oh my god. Um, it's just that. I think it's at this point that, um, what was that, a four a minute point. ago? Right. Yeah. Side. Yeah. You just you I just ch- fall I, through the portal and disappear. I checkmate myself. You disappear throughout the portal. Give, give me give me a a a, a story of, oh, of yeah. this of this with these things we've set in place. So we've launched a plane with no explosives, a man with a explosive, and I'm back in the Baron Space Museum as Teresa is driving the Mama Bear back into the 
With her magic powers. Yeah, with this. She got it. it was, well, she was in Singapore. Yeah, that's right. Uh, don't forget. Wow. Wow. You did this. There was the bear dimension that sent us down this path. Well, that's just <laughs> science. Okay. So here's what... And what? What? what is your intent right now? Did he... Did he... Wait. Because I, I am very confused. Did Teddy fall through the portal with explosives? Or did he just land on the ground? He fell through... He's like fallen in the portal, disappeared in the portal with the explosives. Okay, well then I'm just going to take a lap with the plane. <laughs> just kind of circle and see if like the portal shuts. Like I'm not going to go kill myself for no reason. <laughs> And Teresa's like on the bear, like making it go towards the portal, and she says, "Um, guys, I've only got—I'm only able to drive this bear for so long. What's going on? That guy just fell in the portal. I'm pretty sure he's dead for real this time." I'm a mile away. I can't hear you. <laughs> Is she on the radio with me? She's not on a radio. She's just yelling. It's one of those things where like the camera sees it, but you guys don't know. Do you guys, guys see that really a- small lady on that fifty-foot bear? <laughs> I wonder if she's saying things. I'm a professor. I send a plane. Uh-huh. That's what I got, man. <laughs> uh, if, if the explosive and the, and the and the portal doesn't do it, the plane surely will. Don't worry. I'm willing to fly the plane in the portal. <laughs> but I have to know if the explosives are going to be enough to shut the portal. Well, you still got. There's like fuel in the plane. The plane will blow up. Oh, I'm aware, it. but there's a dude with explosives that fell through the portal. If the portal closes, I'm going to assume he did something and I'll be good. The portal has not closed. You, on the other side, have like fallen into this strange anti gravity sort of purple dimension where there are like bears floating around the place that like are able to control. Where, the, where they're floating. It's just kind of like they're walking, but wherever. But they all, like, turn to you that are in the vicinity. You see some sort of some sort of bear citadel in the distance, but you're not sure. But this is all just for a split second. As you see, like, it's very much like, you know, Avengers, when um, yeah. Iron Man goes through the portal and he, like, sees. It's, 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 with bears. it's pretty much just that. But you see the the space needle on the other side of this portal and the plane coming toward it. What, what are you going to do? The, the bears are like running towards you now and there's not much space because you're sort of floating right here in the in, in between. What, what are you going to do? Can, with I, your can I detonate my explosives that I brought with me? Can I, can I, can I, I, I feel like I've already tried to kill myself three times <laughs> and all I succeed in doing is not dying and fucking things up. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, it's that bad. (laughs) So, maybe this time. Maybe this time. time. You're going to detonate the explosives? I am detonating these explosives. Great. I say, bears, checkmate! And... (laughs) The explosives all go off. And this is like, are you taking a loop or are you going in, Ron? I'm going to go in. As you're going in, the explosion from below comes, and you go directly into the explosion. So I'm flying through the explosion. You're flying into the explosion, into the portal with the plane at the base of the space needle. As the fire hits the front windshield, and then like everything's like shaking, and we're doing that thing, and just like flexing, and like blood's coming out of the like wounds or whatever. I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna say a lie. My famous catchphrase from one of my most famous movies that I was ever in. As I hit the portal, as the plane, as the plane flies, as the plane flies into the portal like as it just goes into the portal I'm gonna be like and and the explosion is engulfing you and and Teresa and Mama Bear explosion everywhere I just go dead men don't wear a rubber and I fly in and explode (laughs) (laughs) 
been six months since the bear quake. <laughs> it's like in slow motion now as your soliloquy's happening. We see a mushroom cloud of what was the space needle. We see the last seconds of Teddy and Teresa and Ron and Mama Bear uh, as they are all engulfed in flames of the space needle. We see all of the bears in this bear dimension in the immediate vicinity that were charging at Teddy uh, engulfed in this flame that immediately incinerates them. As, as we're seeing all of these things come to fruition as the portal then sort of closes in on itself, we hear the soliloquy. When a movie ends, you can deliver one final speech before the credits roll. Roll plus drama. Fuck, that's the worst roll I've It's a good speech and helpful for wrapping things up, but you only gain one XP. Oh my god. Ding. Give it to me. It's been six... <laughs> can we go back, Dominic? Yeah, yes, yes, right. Take it back. This I mean, is the end of the movie. It's been six months since the bear quake. Teresa had a lot of answers, but it's only left us with more questions. When I think about my friends, Ron, that other guy, <laughs> and the Russian lady. <laughs> no, I didn't come back for her! We, 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 like, we like cut to her, and she's just like... Where did they go? I wonder where they are. I think about them. The sacrifices they made for me, for us, for the entire human race. And I look up in the sky, Teresa by my side, and I see the constellation. I see Ursa Major. And I see that twinkle, that star, so many, many thousands of miles away. That star may be dead. The light hitting us from millions of years ago. And I think how lucky we were to make it. How close it was. We did make it. Barely. Cue the credits. <laughs> well, done. well done, sir. Well done, sir. Nicely done. Nicely done. And then there's... Because we have to leave Post with credits. some some sort of, you know, questions. We have oh. to... Oh, yeah. After, as the credits roll, post credit scene. We're back in the bear dimension. We zoom in on the bare citadel that Teddy saw oh so briefly before his demise. We go to the throne room where there is a bear with an eye patch in this regal attire looking at a map of New York City. Points to the map and with the voice of Dominic Chevalier doing VO. Next time, they won't be so lucky. Cut to black. I didn't have a bear pun ready. <laughs> Alright, I'm fucking done with this game. That's amazing. Alright, wait, wait, wait. I want, I want to hear these things. Good work, everybody. I want to hear these recording. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah, the, the list. Guess, there's no I way. Know. I think we saved some of them for like a next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My favorite one on here is a real title. It's just, uh, sex. <laughs> I was waiting to bust that one out because I was like, I had to get like a couple really long titles first and then just be like, and yeah, that one movie I was in, uh, sex. <laughs> Anywho, what are we doing? Thank you for DMing, Jonah. Jonah yes, and everyone, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for uh, letting me try. No, you were amazing. <laughs> you were great. You were amazing. That was fun. Right. I would love to awesome. do it again. I would love to do that again. I would love to do that again. Who needs Julio good intentions to backstab you when you have Ted, Teddy? Teddy's dead, man. Teddy ain't playing anymore.